0: What did you make of uh, Mesut Ozil saying he would rather retire than sign for Tottenham? But who told him that Tottenham is interested in signing him? On today's Footy Corner, co-host Brian and I discuss title contenders. Are we forgetting about the Sly Foxes? Pep has his voice steamrolling the Premier League as Jeff and Dani Alves will need to consult their physicians for an erection lasting longer than then four hours. Seb Aller leaves West Ham and scores. Bruce Steve is on the hot seat. And there's a dick hacker on the loose. Along with the typical comments, Mount Rushmore, Nance of the Week, predictions, and Gambling Corner. Next. And we are back on the footy corner. Today's co-host is Brian Brian, pew, pew, how's everything going? Pew,
1: pew, pew, pew. Things are going great. <laughs> How are you doing? Happy is that, morning, is that your today. intro noise? Is that sure.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's that's the new uh, noise you're going to hear when Brian is co-hosting, right? Pew, pew, pew. Yep, sure. Just, <laughs> Just so up you with know, it. he's in the house. Uh, everything's going well, Ben, over there. Uh, you guys had trivia night recently. Substance- yeah. Did that go pretty yeah, well? Yeah, things
1: are going good. We got some snow. Johnny likes playing in the snow. Mm-hmm. Didn't get enough of it, but it was, it's all good down here.
0: Can't quite make snow snowmen or snow women. No, yet, it snowed a lot. Snow women. Yeah. Hey, it's 2021, lad. Uh, sure. Okay. Have you guys been having snowball fights?
1: No, no. John, I, it's too cold for me. Johnny <laughs> Johnny was making uh, snow angels though. I didn't know he, he knew how to do that. So really? That yeah. See, I he must feel have like learned
0: it on blippy <laughs> See, I feel like that's something now that if you told me to go out and do, I'd be like, hell no, I'm not going in the snow. <laughs> Like that's a kid thing, right? Uh, no spoilers for the uh, Mel Rushmore. That's true. That's true. No fear from the children these days. That's awesome to hear. Um, your wife's birthday is coming up pretty soon, Alison. Yep, uh, yep, so on any Friday. Mess- any messages you want to send her, even though she doesn't listen to the pod? Happy birthday. She's the best mom out there, the
1: best wife out there. Um, I'd be lost without her, and I can't wait for her to uh, get her present. That She might have some ideas coming, but I don't know.
0: There you go. And you know what you should do? That's the segment of the pod you share with her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's never going to listen. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, an early happy birthday to her. She shares one with, with my mom, actually. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, top nice. day. I happy guess, birthday that. to your mom, then. Yeah, cheers. Appreciate that. Um, she's actually doing some sort of a, a fundraising thing on Facebook with uh, Alzheimer's. So oh, anyone nice. listening, if you can, even if it's you know, a small amount, it's, it's on my Facebook page. You should um, maybe have the intern um, tweet out, maybe
1: tweet out the donation link. Yeah. um, So people follow at the footy corner two on Twitter and donate to that. We might have to fire the intern. (laughs) You are going to cover the intern. Hell no. That's too much work.
0: (laughs) I (laughs) just like yelling at him. You did a good job of it. Yeah. 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 At the footy corner two. And yeah, we'll get that. You know what? Let me make that note for myself. Get the link up there. If anyone can, again, it's a, it's a good cause. I mean, all causes are, are good. Uh, but you know, we all have our own that we like to yep, um, absolutely. represent because of either, you know, whether it's personal experiences or, you know, someone that knows someone. So yeah, um, for sure. Let me, let me tell intern post the link. Okay. I think they got that. So, um, yeah, he was on mute, so we didn't hear him. Yeah. Well, the interns on, you don't know, like that little bucket that Bielsa sits on for all the leads matches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you see me on the chair, the interns here on this little Bielsa bucket. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> uh, Let's so. Shall we jump straight into the action? Let's do it. it We're was, gonna try to keep it short for everyone today. <laughs> yeah, we always say that. But I, and I then think it's like chance, two hours long. think yes. we have a chance because we didn't have a full. I mean, we had a ton of fixtures, but we could kind of breeze over a few. And that, that's my goal. That's my goal. Get yeah, my thought know. out fast. Well, let's let's start with the main event, the big game of the week. It was Liverpool and Manchester United battle for first, and it was zero zero. Uh, <laughs> yes, I watched the whole thing, and it was.
1: Mm, Kind of boring.
0: Yeah, it made me feel bad because when I when we talked about you coming on as this week's co-host, you are like, oh, this is awesome. It's going to give me a chance to watch some more games in full. Yep. And I just pictured you watching this match and <laughs> it being 0-0. Zero, zero. Uh, but that said, there were some interesting moments in the match we could talk about. Um, the, the first one being, I guess, before the halftime whistle, um, Sadio Mane may or may not have been on goal. And did you see that where... Uh, They blew the whistle, and and Klopp wasn't happy about it.
1: I must have missed that one then.
0: And so it wasn't so obvious. I know a lot of Liverpool fans were were upset about it, and it was one of those where, like, did the defenders give up on the ball because the whistle was being heard, and and then, you know, he was in. So Klopp wasn't too happy about that. Um, You know, just speaking about the match in general, because you could throw some of these things, these little things out the window. uh, I thought Liverpool started out more bright, uh, you know, early. First, what, 30, 40 minutes? And even into the 60th minute, they had – some good chances, but towards the end of that match, the high eight plus chances came from Manchester
1: United. Yep. Absolutely. Allison, Allison was the uh, man of the match for Liverpool for sure. That uh, point blank save on Pogba was crazy.
0: Yeah. Had one on Pogba.
1: Yeah. And you know, the, uh, the halftime announcers, I forget who it was, obviously Rebecca Lowe. Mm -hmm. um, And maybe it was um, one of the Robbies. I think he mentioned like, if Liverpool don't score by the 60, 65th minute, then it's Manchester United's game because their bench is deeper. They have Cavani to come on and they did. And and he was absolutely right. So I'm kind of parroting the same point that uh, that possibly the uh, Robbie, I think it was Robbie Earl made. Mm. And, and he was absolutely right. It was Manchester United's game to lose um, for the last 30 minutes of the game. And unfortunately, they, they didn't win it, but no, no one did. They didn't lose it either.
0: That's true. And that's and, and I mean, Liverpool
1: didn't really have any chances after the 60, 60th minute, but I can remember.
0: Yeah, no, same. I mean, and that's why those guys get paid those big bucks. Like you mentioned, the Pogba chance, the Bruno yeah. Fernandez off of a shot cross. I think he he redirected didn't get all that. Like you said, Allison made a big yep. save. Uh, and yeah. Bruno's – I think it was the first half when Bruno's free kick was mm-hmm. just inches off. Yeah, that one whizzed a little bit wide. So they had their chances yep. there. Liverpool's, like you said, their chances, like we mentioned, came in the first um, I mean I think Salah had a had a side footed opportunity that kind of went awry. Uh
1: yeah, for uh for Bobby Firmino had a, a clear shot at goal and he just didn't
0: get any power on it at all. Yeah. So, oh yeah. yeah I don't know. He Felipe did. We have a kid. <laughs> do you do you remember one time when you filled in for goal? Do you remember the kid Felipe on our team or no? No, I don't I don't remember anyone other so, than so Caitlin. <laughs> I'll share she's actually laughing in the background because she can hear me. Uh on our on our uh, co ed team we had this guy, Felipe, and he would always, you know, he chicken like a shot. His shot would just be so weak, and that's what that <laughs> shot you reminded me of. You know, Firmino has a nice chance, just like Felipe on our team didn't. You knew that if Felipe had a chance, your team had none because it wasn't going <laughs> <on>. uh, <Yes. laughs> So, yeah, that's a classic Felipe. That's what we call those. So if we ever, you ever hear that in the pod, that's what we're mentioning there. Uh, you know, in the end, like we said, back and forth stuff, uh, United, Ole and United, I think, did a good job of sort of hunkering down until that 60th and 65th minute and saying, if we could condense this to like a 25 minute match and then go at them, we have a better shot. It's like those games where you see like the underdog in, in you know, college basketball or in football. College yeah. They say, if you could hang around till the fourth quarter. Yeah. You give yourself a better chance to win. Exactly. So yeah, I thought they did a great job of that. Um, I guess then this kind of gives it away, but who do you think this result suits better
1: yeah. I think it's Manchester United. It was, it was at Anfield, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It definitely,
1: definitely United for sure. And um, they shut down Liverpool's potent attack and well, mm-hmm. formerly potent attack as, as they haven't scored in three plus games I think now.
0: Exactly. Yeah. You, wow. You have my stats. <laughs> me. Look at that. I didn't even yeah. that.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, granted United was already top of the table and they, they could have created some more separation. So, so the three points would have kind of been better for them. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I guess not better. That's not the right term, but the more useful, I guess, um, in yeah, terms of creating right. that separation and staying at the top above everyone else as well. But I mean, it, if if you get one point at Anfield these days, you have to go away happy.
0: Absolutely. They retain their lead uh, at the top of the table right now by three points over Liverpool, although Liverpool now dropped to fourth. Um, and, you know, I thought they played the game right. They played it well. Pogba had another good game. He's really up yep. and down. You don't know what you're going to get from him. But there has been some criticism of Bruno. Uh, and, and is it fair is it not? Because they take his stats in the big games. And I think they said that he only had one – has one goal, and it was a pen against Tottenham, I believe, in that, like, 6-1 game that they beat Tottenham. Oh, uh, yeah. So they beat him that, that game 6-1. Someone got a red card, I think, in that match. Yeah. Uh, but in the, all the games against the other big teams, he's been quiet. Um, is that a, a fair, a fair assessment on him or is, you know, can you say, well, you know, he's carried them in all the other games. You could give him a little leeway for maybe, you know, not statistically showing up, but maybe playing all right in the game.
1: I'm trying to think of the big stars on any team that show up against the other big teams. Like everyone, everyone except Jeff says the same thing about KDB for Man City doesn't show up in the big games. That's true. Um, That's true. Who was it was, it, it was, um, Romelu Lukaku for Everton and, and United for a while. Yeah, he would he would feast on the minnows and then wouldn't do anything for the against the big guys. So, I mean, I, I don't think you can criticize Bruno too much for for that because there's a reason the other teams are top. They're yeah. tough to score against. Yeah, absolutely. So,
0: and I think that gets, that's something that gets overlooked a lot. Like you, you still need the guy to perform against those. Te- you still need to win those games. Those aren't givens. Like we mentioned uh, you might, on last week's pod with Steve, that games in hand, you know, they're not wins. You have to right. perform. You have to do the work. You have to do the job. And someone has to do it. And, and he usually does that for them. Now moving on to the flip side of the coin here with Liverpool uh, or so last thing I want to say about Manchester in United unbeaten in 16 away now in a row. So that's. It's a fun fact about them Um, on the other side of Liverpool, as you mentioned, the the previously formidable attack, like you said, they haven't scored in three plus games in premier league games uh, and they haven't won in their last four. Uh, You know, why do you think Liverpool are having trouble scoring because the the players are, the players haven't changed and the injuries are to their defense. So what do you think is going on? Maybe has the league figured them out or are they really missing Diego Jota that much?
1: I mean, well, you can't really say they're they're missing Diego Yota that much because look at what they did without him the last couple of years, mm-hmm. and they saw the same guys. Granted, they're a year older, but um, I don't I don't know. I think it's just the rest of the league catching up, okay. I guess. Because I mean, they're still really good, but you look, they lost to Southampton, they drew Newcastle, who's on their own kind of bad run of form, and they drew West Brom. Mm-hmm. So. I, I mean it's it's kind of the fixture congestion I guess is always a factor and um, maybe Salah and Mane need some rest so maybe that Diego Yota factor comes in there but I don't know I, I maybe you're right I think it is just the other other teams figuring them out but
0: yeah they have, yeah, they have
1: a chance to rebound coming up against Burnley so
0: yeah fun that whole well Hopefully a fun match for the Liverpool supporters. Um, yeah. They're expecting probably an ass whoop in there that they, they really need badly. They do. Yep. Yeah. And, and, but, but I, I feel like, I do feel like Diego Josh is a big miss. And I agree with you that, yeah, they didn't have him last year, but this year they were relying on him uh, because when he came in, he's scoring all these goals and maybe, maybe the other guys thought, Oh, well I don't have to do quite as much anymore because this guy's doing the job. He gets hurt and maybe they're not up to speed. I can't, it's tough to explain the issues that that Mane and Salah are having. Firmino, we kind of some Liverpool fans had been a little down on him before, and and may continue to be. Um, so I, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. It could be, I, you know, I can't I can't think of what's going on because it's like, well, you know, is it because Fabinho's dropping from his defensive mid to defense? But then you have Thiago was back. Yeah, Thiago played in this match and he, and he played decently. He didn't you know, right. play pretty well. He did look good. So you know, it's one of those things. I guess we'll have to see when he gets integrated more and plays more. Let's see how they improve. Let's see. You know, Diego Yota is maybe one of the only injured guys they have, but you know, they they need the front three to really step it up because scoring no goals in three is is unfathomable for Liverpool. Yeah, right? you know, considering who they you know have been playing against, minus this United game. United is a good team, right? Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll have to see what happens there see what the answers are. You're going to clap. You know, there are a couple things I just want to mention real quick about him. He, you know, is he sort of frustrated? Is he becoming unhinged or is he just defending his team? There are a couple things. Like, like I said, the thing he got, he did criticize the ref uh, Paul Tierney for blowing the halftime whistle early. But one of the main things I noticed that I, that you see when you see frustration out of a manager is that he seemed annoyed that United quote, didn't bring their best to the table. He said the worst thing you can face in football is you play against a side with world-class players and they all defend with all they have deep in the box and then are good in counterattacking. So it's really difficult. That's the biggest challenge. Um, Is he sort of frustrated? Is he giving away kind of the the formula to beat them? I I mean, he's definitely
1: frustrated and (laughs) I don't necessarily think that's a formula to beat them Mm -hmm. because you can do that all you want. They're still going to kill you if, if they're in form. Um, but I mean, this is just, this is just a manager that hasn't won in four games talking, just letting out his frustration. Like you see it with all the managers really. Um, you know, you look at Mourinho when he was at Chelsea and United, just any excuse to divert the attention. Um, you know, what's the, what's the word project, project it onto someone else, project the negative thoughts onto the opposition rather than, focusing on your own team and, and what your own team can do to get better. Oh, my team was fine, but the other team was just playing negatively. So we couldn't score. Well, maybe your team should have been more positive than they, than the other team
0: was negative. Right. Right. If yeah, you're guess, good
1: enough, then you beat it.
0: Yeah. I guess and there are a couple of things enough. you could do. You could challenge your team or what he's maybe doing is us against the world. Like let's, let's, you know, Yeah, maybe that's his strategy. Who knows? Just final thing coming out of this. What's one thought you have maybe about each team coming out of this game?
1: Uh, Liverpool need to find their finishing boots and Manchester United just, I mean, I think they just kind of keep it up. Mm -hmm. Whatever they're doing is working. So keep it up and and don't, don't dip in form.
0: Yeah. I'm with you. If they approach the season, like they did this game and they're there in the end, you never know. You never know. Right. Yeah, Uh, for sure. So let's move to a team that maybe has a say about those two teams as title contenders, Manchester city. They've been on a roll. Uh, They have the best form in the premier league. They've won Five matches in a row. Um, I don't think they've lost since that November match, late November against Tottenham, uh, you know, but since the pod, they've won one, nothing against Brighton, four, nothing against Palace. Uh, I, I saw, I got a hold of watching the Palace match. I didn't see too much of the Brighton one. Okay. Um, Gundogan, I'll give him props. This man, I was, you know, crapping on him all year, last year, half of this year, he actually is tied for the most premier league goals since December 15th. He's got four. So there's a trivia question I'm going to ask you, Brian. Can you name the other four players that have four goals since December 15th? Well, John Stone scored two in that match, so he's halfway there. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, which will come to in a second.
1: Since, since December
0: 15th. It's tough. Premier League. Um, Half of them play for a team we just talked about, which is United. Oh, really? Yeah. Two of them play for United.
1: United players have scored four goals.
0: Apparently, yeah, in league goals, four each goals. It's
1: Rashford and Yep, Bruno.
0: Yep, Rashford and Bruno. there you go. Nailed that one.
1: I would say either Kane or
0: Son. Surprisingly, not. I would have guessed. Really, I would have. I would have guessed Kane. I would have honestly guessed Kane. He's close. I think he has three. Okay, definitely no one from Chelsea. Correct. (laughs) <laughs> the other two play for teams that are really high up in the alphabet. Really high up in
1: the alphabet.
0: Oh, um Isaka one of them? He's not, but one of his teammates is.
1: Lacazette.
0: Yeah, Lacazette's been on fire lately. And the other one it's going to be really tough to get.
1: Aston Villa. Yeah, it's tough. Um, it's not like a main. So, so it's not Grealish or Watkins, of- is it? Um Oh shoot. Is it the the
0: Brazilian dude? Not the oh it's not it's not uh the guy that was Trez. not not the Brazilian guy. Not uh oh you're thinking Wesley? Wesley maybe Wesley, yeah. Not Wesley. But I I think you're on to it's the guy that um we we jerked off I think the time that Sam was <laughs> Sam's army.
1: Okay. I can't what I can't it? think of his name. I should
0: Anwar or Cristiano El Gazi. Algazi, <laughs> wow. El-Ghazi. Okay. That was a shocking one of me. So yeah. But Gundogan scores a rocket against Palace. He's he's playing out of his mind. You mentioned uh, John Stones. John yeah. Stones had two freaking goals. Uh, Jeff Paris was going wild on the chat. Uh, <laughs> you know, to, the funniest thing about John Stones scoring two goals is that he had only one in his previous career in the Premier League, and that's over 170 previous matches. Of course, two in 40 minutes. Um, that Diaz-Stones partnership has been great. Jeff yep. Paris has been Super happy. He's been saying Stones needs uh, Ballon d'Or. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a bit much, but yeah,
1: he, he has been fantastic.
0: So it's a bit and, work, but but what, so is there anything that's going to stop these guys? You know, they have Jesus coming back to the mix. Is having an actual striker going to slow him down or do you think it'll just keep pushing him more and more?
1: You know, it's always funny when, when you, if you look at, uh, well, sometimes having a striker does slow you down. Because you, the attack becomes less creative. It, it, you try to funnel your attack all through the striker and, and just focus on the one guy, and, and you really just become less creative. So maybe maybe it will slow him down, but I, Pep isn't going to let him slow down, honestly. Um, so it, it can only be good things for City to have Gabby back. Yeah. Um, and Aguero is always going to... I don't know if you played that game, but...
0: Mm-hmm. he's not quite back yet, but no. just came into the team, which I think it's the first time they've had a striker in almost a month. Yeah. Which is a bit crazy, but yeah, they went off again. And I, I know the competition's not great. You know, the palace well, and Brighton aren't great, but you win the games. You palace,
1: win Brighton, Chelsea. Yeah. Not great
0: competition. Oh, Chelsea. Yeah. Sorry. Chelsea was, like, <laughs> they are clicking. Um, you know, we talked about them maybe playing a cat and mouse game. Are they, I mean, I don't know what's going to slow them down to be honest. It's kind of scary right now um, seeing them, but again, never say never this premier league season. Yeah. Um, I do want to share Gabriel Jesus is back. This is a story. I thought we, I might've shared this last season or last year. I don't know, but Jeff Paris uh, did tweet at us that Gabriel Jesus, you've seen him. He does the, the phone celebration. He takes out his like fake phone with his hands. Mm-hmm. He has the pinky on his mouth and the thumb and his ear He says, my celebration was a message to my ex-girlfriend who didn't answer my calls at Palmaris, but but messaged me when I moved to City. (laughs) Yes, it's top-level banter. I love it. (laughs) You got to love that kind of stuff uh, from someone like uh, Gabby Jesus. So um, interesting there. I guess the only thing I want to ask for now with City until we see Jeff Paris is, uh, are they the favorites for the title now? They have that game. They're two out of first game in hand. As yep. Says, um, but the way they've been going, are they the favorites right now? Do you,
1: yeah, I, I would say so. And uh, Vegas would agree. I think they're the only teams with, I think they're minus one fifty or something like that to win the title. And they're the only teams with negative odds like that. So Vegas says they are, I would agree. I mean, they're just, they look unstoppable right now.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I think-
1: the only, the only thing they, I mean, they have the um, league cup, they have FA cup and they have champions league. So, they just kind of stay healthy for through four different competitions. Right. Yep. Granted, it's only, it's only one more match for the league cup, but
0: and yeah. hopefully they win. Yeah. I agree. Cause they're playing time. So <laughs> yep, They're, they're a speeding train right now, but again, we've seen speeding trains. Like I thought I was talking so well about Liverpool a month ago. You know, we we're talking yep. so low about Arsenal a month ago where, you know, these things, this season has been one that I've seen the greatest shift. So again, uh, yep. you know, Knock on wood if you're Jeff Paris because every time we've I might call it the Footy Corner curse. Every time we've (laughs) given team praise, you know, early I did it with Arsenal. They Mm -hmm. suck. I I went on a little string of giving Chelsea praise. Yep. My apologies. Gave Liverpool some praise. Now I'm giving City praise. So this this could be a a bad omen, but we'll see. I think I agree. I think they're the favorites for now. The way they've been playing, uh, you know, to see how it goes. Um, A match I want to bring up because you know you're the Chelsea lad. Fulham zero, Chelsea one, Chelsea got the win. It was against 10 men as Anthony Robinson picked up a red card, I think just before the half, mm-hmm. um, which I think was the right call. We don't have to delve, I think too much into that. My question for you is how do you feel after that? Are you relieved? They, they got a good result. They won one nil. Or are you still upset that, Hey, that's Fulham. It was 10 men. We should have done more. What are your thoughts? You know, what's the general vibe, uh, you know, as a Chelsea <clears throat> fan coming out of that?
1: It wasn't exactly a, in, an inspiring performance against ten men Fulham. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of needed a, a lucky rebound and, and a good strike by Mason Mount, but coming off a rebound to to get it in past two defenders, past the goalie, yeah. to get the one and only goal. We came close a couple times uh, before and after that, um, but against ten men Fulham, like I said, you really want to see like a 3 nothing. And and Fulham had their chances too in the second half. If if they had any kind of skill of finishing at all, um if it was any other team, any other top half team I should say, mm-hmm. Fulham Fulham could have honestly won 3 to 1 if they had finished their chances. So you'll take the point I guess, use it as a teaching moment or whatever, I don't know, just hopefully use it as inspiration for the next match, but man, not, yeah. it, it's it's hard to be frustrated when you win, but there you have it. It, it,
0: it was. Yeah. I feel you there. I, I would have probably felt the same, but you know, when you haven't, when you haven't gotten a result over in a while, and this is what I found out when we came through, actually, I think that one of the first matches we won, or we, we had a uh, actually, not the first one. The second one we won was against Brighton 1-0. We kind of scrapped that out. Yep. It's like it's Brighton, But you know what? In the end, I was like, hey, these were games that I was pissed about. We were losing. And you never know what kind of a, a streak or run confidence can bring in these guys. Um, yep. you, know, you guys got a big one against Leicester coming up tomorrow or today for those that might be listening. Uh and I'm so mad cause that's, that's the premier game to me this upcoming match week and I'm teaching during it, but um, yeah. I'll have the handy dandy. Uh, so I have two screens up here and I usually <laughs> use them both cause I, I teach with a doc cam, but you know, when there are big games on, I'll put another laptop to my right and <laughs> every <laughs> once in a while. You can even see in the cause I was recording my lectures and post them. You can yep. probably see me like looking and blanking for a second Yeah, uh, during the last Arsenal match. I did that when they played uh, crystal palace last time. Um, but I'll definitely have your guys game on. And, you know, I'm excited about that one. I think, you know, you get confidence, but I think Frank Lampard needs to go and think what worked, what was it that worked with my team and and what made us so good last year? I know you got a bunch of new guys and you got to integrate them somehow, but I think against Leicester, I, it it wouldn't be completely wild if he went with the team that worked for him last season and -hmm. anywhere he has a missing spot, plug in a a guy that you just got, you see what I'm saying? So, yeah, Yeah, so another
1: thing about the game against Fulham that I meant to mention was as much as I love him, he's my favorite player, Aspilaqueta was just shit. He was awful. He was giving the ball away, giving chances away. So definitely bring Reese back in. I know you have to rotate the squad. Bring Reese James back in. Mm -hmm. Um, I agree with you. Roll out uh, Abraham, Mount, Kovacic, Pulisic. Yeah. Keep in contact. The only thing is on the right wing, I want to have Ziyech in. Mm -hmm. Because mm-hmm. he just, I, he's our best player, I think, right now, creatively. Yeah. He had a against Fulham, he had an amazing cross that um, just from his left foot on the right side, kind of an in swinger, mm-hmm. that is just so deadly that that works every time. And Pulisic was just inches away from um, tipping it into the goal. So that's what etch brings. I think he, he, his service is amazing. Um, other than that, like you said, bring out last
0: year's squad. Yeah, see what they can do. I like I like that idea, and I do like integrating Ziyech in there. He's a always a dangerous guy. Played as a 10 at Ajax, uh, and at so on the yeah. wing, you, you know, mixed it up a bit. And I think again that creativity is something you guys will look for against a team like Leicester. Uh, you did mention on Twitter. I want to integrate <laughs> that here. Um, you asked, do FA Cup goals count against my team Werner Milart shot challenge? I I do apologize. It's only league goals, I believe. Yeah, I know. We agreed on so you're eight away. I I know.
1: Yeah. uh, Timo sitting on four. He's still been, he, I forget if he scored one or two in the FA cup. I really hoped that would um, boost his confidence. You know, sometimes I think it was two.
0: Yeah.
1: um, But I mean, even one, sometimes that's all a striker needs to boost his confidence. And so it's like, Oh yeah, he's back on the schneid. He's going to, you know, he he found his uh, finishing boots. He's going to score in the league. Now this is looking great. And then against Fulham, he, he missed two sitters.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I, that's why I said only the goals. And then you might, you may or may not be fucked. We'll see. Hopefully he gets the, uh, the confidence back because I don't, did you hear that if he doesn't get it, uh, Steve and I are taking shots with you out of solidarity yes. trying to get the whole pod to do it.
1: Well, yeah, I feel like we should, we should come up with some other metric for you guys <laughs> yeah. So it's so you're not just
0: doing it out of pity for me, but God, I'm not looking forward to well, I two mean, a bombing goals for me because those, I mean, until today, yeah. look great. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> uh although here's a nice fact that you might like or stat. that of course, Jeff brings it up because it's a it's an anti Liverpool one. So, um, <laughs> then I think it's in all appearances, burner on the wing, 25 apps, nine goals, six mm-hmm. assists. 1,901 minutes. Sadio Mane, 24 apps, nine goals, five assists, 1,859 minutes. Out of position, Werner is better on the wing than Mane. It's a tweet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you agree or disagree with the tweet or do you think that's just kind of took some interesting stats into yeah
1: the- Yeah, I think that's kind of <laughs> shoving a, a round peg into a square <laughs> hole. Just making the stats, tweaking the stats so it makes your point look a little... Better, But yeah. So, so I think we should do, um, and maybe we'll have to talk with Jeff about this, but mm-hmm. Werner, Mane and Obama Yang, if they don't score 25 plus goal, 25, yeah, 25 plus goals, we all have to take shots.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Let's see where they sit. Where do they sit right now? Werner? So
1: Werner has four. I think Mane has four. Well, I think Obama Yang might have. I think Obama Yang has four, four yeah. or five.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you had the two today, yeah, he might be at four. Yeah, I think mean it's four. Or five. Lacazette has seven. Yeah, Lacazette has the most on their team right well, now. Aubameyang has
1: five according to this. Okay. Yeah, I trust it. For, I trust it. I don't know if it, it took into account today, but...
0: Yeah, no, it definitely did. Trust me. It okay. <laughs> he hasn't done that much this year until today. Uh, I don't see they're coming, on here. He's good, so... Uh. <laughs> but against Burnley to lose it. But, um, Oh, here's Mane has
1: six. So maybe, six. so that's 15 already. So maybe, maybe we should do like 30.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll do 30. Cause we're, well, we're halfway through the season. Yeah. You guys are expected to do better than they have. I say we yeah. do five. Okay.
1: 35. We'll talk okay. to Jeff about it too. Okay. We'll not see, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, Jeff
0: if you agree, let us know, Steve, uh, Arine, Nikhil. I mean, all of us, you see how yeah. we, it's the good old, uh, footy corner parlay special. <laughs> well, I'll take the word if it doesn't go right. Um, yep. So the, I did want to mention. I don't, did you hear about the dig that Thiago Silva's wife, bell Silva? Yes,
1: I saw that. That's hilarious. bell Silva is a legend. She's amazing.
0: <laughs> yeah. um She stated, "Do you want me? Do you, do you remember what she said? Or do you want me to go ahead and go?" I don't ahead? remember what she said. I just saw that. um Yeah, go <laughs> ahead. She was told to because it's that new thing that uh, explain something without saying the name or without saying it. So she was asked to explain who Chelsea's biggest rivals were without saying the club's name. And she responded by saying my football team's rival has no trophy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's man. great. She is probably my, my uh, favorite uh, soccer player's wife at the moment. She, she's the top last. <laughs> <That> <laughs> she's is hilarious. The greatest banter of all. I,
1: yeah. I, Tiago Silva might be, even though like, he's older and he's not like a star striker or anything. He might be my favorite signing
0: so far this year. Yeah. And he's done pretty well from what I've seen. Yeah. I don't blame you for having that thought. I mean, (coughs) Uh, and finally, last thing I want to say is how do you take this? Uh, Pep Guardiola said that Potter, Graham Potter, speaking of the Brighton manager is the best English manager right now. Uh, That taking into account, Frank Lampard's an English manager. Uh, What are your thoughts on what Pep said? And do you have any, words to him, Jeff Paris or man city fans.
1: It's all just fucking like mind games between these guys. Like I don't give a shit what pep says. Mm -hmm. He can think whatever he wants. We'll let the table speak for itself. Luckily right now, Chelsea is higher in the table than Brighton. Um, But I mean, he might have a point, you know, um, Brighton is maybe overperforming at 16th place, and Chelsea is underperforming at seventh place. So, mm-hmm. does that mean Graham Potter is better than Frank Lampard? Uh, I don't know. It's it's that's so
0: subjective that
1: I, it, I just don't give a shit.
0: <laughs> okay, uh, you know what? Let's. Uh, I'm gonna have the intern put that up for the pod. Is uh, we'll put best English manager at the moment, best active English manager. Yeah. So <coughs> we'll put that out there. See who wins um, in the Premier League, and, I, and we'll put those I mean, up with two other guys.
1: Yeah, Big Sam is, gets my yeah. vote.
0: <laughs> yeah, what a guy! I love Big Sam. <coughs> uh, even though I trashed him a little bit in the previous episodes because of what he said to Arsenal. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, what a legend! We'll, yeah, we'll put him up there, and we'll think of a. Uh, uh, let me think. Uh, who else is is out there? So oh, manager. Sean Dyche. Yeah, it may be. You, we might have to go the Sean Dyche route because uh, it's definitely not Roy Hodgson. You know that, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and it's not Steve Bruce. Um, he's not Bruce Steve. Steve. Yeah, we'll talk about him in a minute too. So yeah, that might that might be Dean good. Smith at uh, Villa. Oh yeah, Dean Smith. It's funny. I know a lot of their fans don't like him, but he has done wonders with them.
1: Yeah. So. and then the only other one
0: is Chris Wilder at Sheffield. Oh, last last year he would have been up there.
1: Yeah. But not, not so much
0: this year. Eddie Howe was a, was a favorite too, but now he's in the championship. So, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll see. Uh, Yeah. Let us know. Uh, We'll do a poll. Let us know if you think someone outside of that is the best English manager in the premier league. Um, So intern. Yep. There we go. Got that down. All right. Let's talk a little, we've talked about some of the bigger sides. I want to bring up some sides that we don't talk too much about. And unfortunately it's in a negative light uh, Wolves is a team that we've all said, Hey, this is a team to look out for. They're going to be decent when they played well, we praised them, And I think now is the time to look at them and say, you know, could they really be in danger of falling away from the pack? I believe, you know, at this, t- at the time of recording right now, I don't believe, I know for a fact they're in 14th place. They have 22 points out of the 19 matches. Um, they've lost this past week 2-1 to Wonder Villa. No shame in that. But yep. they also lost the uh, black country Derby to West Brom. Huge rivalry that actually is one of the oldest. I don't know if you knew about this. I had to actually look into it. Um, and as they were mentioning it, I kind of looked it up while I was watching the match. I thought, whoa, that's really neat. It's actually one of the oldest in the world, rivalries in the world. Um, it started mm-hmm. in 1888 between Jeez. Uh, West Brom, Wolves, and uh, Walsall, I think, is the other team. Yep, occasionally Walsall. Yep. Yeah, and They're within like 11 miles of each other in the uh, West Midlands, and it's called mm-hmm. the Black Country region. So thought that was pretty cool. Um, Although I've heard, you know, I watch, I listen to Talk Sport. I listen to some of the overseas stuff. And uh, they were mentioning that, like, Wolves fans were kind of playing it down. Like, oh, West Brom, we don't really care about them. They stink. Well, West Brom fans were pumped. Well, it showed in the match. West Brom came out and beats them. So Wolves losing a couple matches. I wanted to bring them up specifically um, because they've only won one in eight Premier League matches since Raul went down, you know, after that match. They won that match. But after it, they've only won one of eight. Um, you know, if you want to count that it's two of nine against our teams, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, are they really in danger of falling away from the pack uh, in the wrong direction? And, you know, looking at how some of these lower teams are performing, I know they're 10 points clear of the, the relegation zone, but could this, you know, them falling, have a negative impact on all these newer players they brought in that, you know, want to play champions league, want to play Europa league, saw how the team performed and might see the trajectory and say, F that I'm out of here.
1: Yeah. I, I think they're definitely in danger of falling away from the pack. And honestly, it's when, when you think about it, like they're just the newest team that you think, Oh, they're, they're going to be the one that breaks into the top six. But honestly, unless you're one of the top six, you might have a couple seasons of, of success, but you're never going to, I just don't see any team breaking into the top six yeah. or, you know, making it a top seven or or whatever. It's, mm-hmm. You're going to have maybe a couple of sustained years of success, but you're just going to fall right back down. Wolves could be the next Fulham, yeah, or the next. Uh, I'm trying to think, Stoke City. Stoke City made Europa League five years ago or something, and then they got relegated. Yeah. So, you're right. I, yeah, Burnley, that's true. And didn't Burnley make? I believe Burnley made a Europa Burnley, League. Burnley made it, yeah, and uh, Southampton made it a couple of years ago, and then last year they they struggled until the very end and yep um, it's west Ham too west Ham were, were in a uh, relegation battle last year for much much of the year, and mm-hmm. they bounced back, but these teams are they're never going to be consistently top ten
0: yeah, no, I agree. I think that loss of raul is huge yeah um, and and the problem is you know you met you made a really good point that these teams like went up and then had like a drop because what happens is when they rise that high, I feel like they lose some of their big players. Like for instance, Diego, he got poached by Liverpool. Uh, Doherty got taken away by Tottenham. And so you're faced with the prospect of sure you have a lot of money, but you have to make the right decisions again to replace those players. And there's a reason those players went because they were so good and it's so tough to replace those. Like for instance, you know, Raul, I understand is, is, is injured. You can't do much about that. Uh, you know Diego Yota got replaced by Fabio Silva the, the young kid mm-hmm. who's 20 and i believe at right back he was Doherty is replaced by Nelson Semedo big, yeah. big names big names yep. potential young players but let's face it wolves can't score and yeah. they're right, and their right back can't defend he like Nelson Semedo is great attacking but yep. i've watched some of their games they're getting exposed off the same side every time to the point they've been forced to play uh, Adama Traore in the back yeah think they're really it just hurts and then the roll injury it just takes too much out of it they've tried recalling control i'm 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 worried for wolves i don't think i don't think they'll get into a relegation battle but i think that it'll be one of those like i hate to say it, it's like a nothing season it's like you're, you're yeah. in the, middle of the pack and you don't know what your team's playing for it's just you're just watching games at that point yeah that's
1: that's are, aren't they still in um no they didn't make Europa league i'm i'm thinking of last year never mind
0: Right. Yeah. Right. They didn't. Yeah. Correct. Right. Yeah.
1: They got a top six in Leicester
0: last year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They got kicked out on the last day. I think they had a chance to make it and they
1: didn't. Yeah. And then Arsenal winning the FA cup knocked them out.
0: Yeah. That kind of screwed them.
1: Sorry. Wolves. Uh, (laughs) I'm not sorry. I've always hated wolves. Oh yeah. Or even liked Chelsea. I hated wolves. So I don't feel bad for them, but yeah, they're, (laughs) they, they were a fun team to watch with, um, Raul Jimenez, mm-hmm. obviously that's a huge blow, and it, you hate to see someone go down like that. And you guys have already talked about this, so I won't get into it too much. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they're like you said. I think it's just one of those like play for nothing seasons at this point. They're yeah. they're too good to get relegated, but they're not good enough to get Europe. So
0: yep, yeah, if you're- stay in the league and make your money. Yeah, exactly. If you're old saying, you just hope that, and you hope you see players like Nato and Podens play better, you know, improve and not get sold. Uh, yeah. So there's that. Uh, other teams that are struggling that we we praised a lot at the beginning. Well, one that we praised and one that I think might be in danger. The one we praised a lot, Leeds United. They've really, really, really hit the you know kind of a bad trail here, losing to Brighton one uh, zero. They've they've gone on a bad string of matches here that have put them in twelfth when they were earlier in the year well up in the table. Uh, you know with Leeds, do you think they're in danger because it seems like the league has maybe figured out bielsa's system he doesn't want to change it he's the type of man <laughs> yeah we play like this every game this is and, and and this talk has come up on the pod they have championship players you know granted a few guys are, are top notch i think bamford could probably play on a few premier league sides mm-hmm. um, you know perhaps uh, uh that defensive mid they have i keep forgetting his name i don't know why um it'll come to oh me. um Calgary, yeah, I can Phillips. picture
1: him Phillips. Yep.
0: Yeah. He played on England. You know, they have a few guys and, that, and they have Rodriguez or Rodrigo, yeah, Rodrigo. Top,
1: who hasn't played all that much. So maybe, maybe if they incorporate him a bit more.
0: Yeah. maybe, you know, maybe they'll they'll get they'll, them rolling, But yeah, you know, are you, are you worried for them that, you know, right now they sit pretty safely above relegation, but if they keep going at this rate, um, are you worried for them or do you see them kind of like a wolf similar to like wolves? It's just like, I,
1: a, I think they're like wolves. I mean, if you look at the bottom of the table, Mhm. With, yeah. I mean, obviously Sheffield is just almost like mathematically relegated already.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, they stink.
1: They yeah. Stink. I, I, yeah, Leeds' player attack is too good. Their defense isn't great, but their attack – I mean, they're, they're going to score a lot of goals.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not too worried about them. Okay, yeah. I, I, I think it's, it's the same as Wolves. They're, they they just need to avoid relegation, get to 40 points.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. They're middle of the pack. Avoid Get to that 40 all right, let's figure it out next season. A team yeah. that I, I'm not so sure of, and I saw them play today, Newcastle. Um, yeah. They got – well, first of all, they had that embarrassing loss to Sheffield, 1-0. And it, they went in the match as underdogs. So the, the, the gambling people knew something. They, they favored yeah. Sheffield, who hadn't won a damn match in the whole league. And Sheffield wins their first match in their 18th freaking Premier League game. Yeah. And if you're the team that loses to them, that's embarrassing. Did and, Newcastle have COVID issues or something? Like uh, so, the only the main guy who they've been missing, and it's probably like you, like you mentioned, probably the biggest impact is Alan Simak Samin. He's yeah. had that, I think, that new strand, and he's been out for quite a while. But they okay. still have Callum Wilson playing. Uh, they still have uh, Almiron playing. Some of their you know bigger players that are good attackers are are playing there. Or Joe Clinton has gotten some running action. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that might not be a great thing, but. Uh, A lot of their fans are becoming upset, getting the the pulse of the team on on Twitter, on TalkSport. Bruce Steve, our boy, is (laughs) on a very hot seat, you know, losing. When you lose to Sheffield and then come out and say, he came out and said, our guys will be up for it today, and then get smacked around by Arsenal 3-0. You know, no shame during a normal season, but they're a team that had kind of been struggling. is coming back up. Um, You know, are you worried that, you know, maybe Bruce Steve, I'll call him that, His yeah. job might be on. His job might be on the line for everyone. We know it's Steve Bruce. Yes, that's true. There's just a, sh- a throwback to an arena called him Bruce. Yeah, <laughs> an amazing moment similar to Joe Clinton. We know it's Joe yes. Clinton, but uh, <laughs> it's good stuff. But but, but with them, they sit at 19. So yeah, they're only three or four points behind. But my question is, if they start falling and they get into danger of the relegation zone, do they have to part ways with with Bruce Steve? Yes, I think so yeah yeah i I agree I think I think you know they might be he might be losing them. they have maybe what 10, 11, 12 days to make maybe a transfer, but I'm not hearing anything. so them, so
1: yeah they I'm looking at their upcoming fixture. they have uh, Villa away, they're home for Leeds, everton away, home for Crystal Palace and home for Southampton like yeah. so that's five games, fifteen points they they if they don't get eight points out of that. Mm-hmm. maybe six points, which might even be a stretch, then they probably need to look at going, getting rid of Steve Bruce. Yeah. I mean, Cause I mean, at that, at that point, you're just keep falling down. The other teams are going to catch up and you
0: are in the heat of a relegation battle. Yeah. I mean, they haven't won since December 12th, um, which normally you'd say, Oh, that was only what a month ago. So that's what four games usually No, that. <laughs> includes. Yeah. That's a lo- a lot. Nine. That's nine games I count here that yep. they haven't won in, and they've lost seven of them. So uh, something's going to have to change because they have they have good players. It, I, I don't I don't get it with Newcastle, but but uh, we'll see. Every team in the league has good players except for Sheffield. <laughs> that's true, <laughs> and we know they're getting relegated. Although they have five points, so they've beaten that pace we set for them. So um, yeah. I do <laughs> see, maybe, probably not the first, but I do want to congratulate Sheffield United on their first win of the season. Yep. Okay. Uh, just kind of gonna go around the league here, finish it out. The North London teams, both of them, with some disappointing home draws. Tottenham one-one with Fulham, Arsenal 0-0 with Palace. But then they both bounced back. Um, Tottenham beats Sheffield. I, that's much expected. They should beat them. Yep. Uh, beat them three-one. But um, I think a couple things to mention. Um, I didn't. I didn't put on here, but Deli Ali had a decent game. I think. Granted, it was against Marine. Um, yeah. In the FA Cup but he still isn't getting his shot and he's kind of being held back from leaving by Mourinho. Had you ever seen anything like that with Chelsea or, or a player that got kind of locked out and frozen and never played, but then he didn't transfer him? Like, is he, is he trying to teach Deli Ali something? Knowing Mourinho, is he trying to teach him something or is just, is there something not there that we see
1: before I get? If to he's the- trying to teach Deli Ali something, he's doing it the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, I I'm trying to think, I can't remember off the top of my head of, anyone that Mourinho like locked out like that.
0: Right. It's I I don't know. It was really interesting to me to see that. And I was like, usually if someone wasn't playing, they'd, they'd get
1: transferred or loaned out. It's Chelsea. So it was probably a loan, but yeah,
0: I don't know. Yeah. It was, it was very interesting for me to see that. Um, uh, Yeah. You mentioned uh, something on Twitter. I want to say speaking of Mourinho um, that It was a cool share. You said that even though Mourinho is the manager of my most hated team, he's still pretty hilarious and awesome. I'll agree with that as an Arsenal fan. What did he do? Uh, Marine FC raffled off more than 20,000 virtual tickets to their FA Cup clash with Tottenham. It's a great story because they made a lot of money on that. And and it's
1: really – I think tier eight on the football pyramid, Marine against uh, tier one Tottenham. It's really a shame that Marine didn't get to – play at tottenham in front of fans or something they would have made a ton of money
0: that's true that's but, true but it was cool because yeah. you're watching their game and their people literally in their backyards like what
1: yeah
0: <laughs> it was like in a neighborhood uh but it said that they would give the winner of that uh, raffle a chance to manage them in a preseason friendly and jose Mourinho bought a ticket <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so did, did they do the the drawing did they I,
1: they might have i don't follow marine on social media so
0: <laughs> fair fair to say that i yeah i don't think any of us do so yeah fair enough with that um so that was that was pretty funny. he's just a funny guy he's got clips yeah did you hear about this other one with ozil uh i i think i saw it yeah but so there was an ask ozil and and you know um arsenal fans this was before ozil's leaving uh they'll ask some funny things to the players. And sometimes the players yeah. will answer and, and, and make fun with, or have fun with it and whatnot. Um, Jose, you know, I think Ozil was asked if he would rather play for, sign for Tottenham or retire.
1: Mm-hmm. He said
0: he would rather retire. Uh, to which Jose had a response. And this might be one of the first times in a while we've played a clip directly. So I'm just going to play it off my phone and see how it rolls. Okay. I'm for this. And, and just finally, um, what did you make of uh, Mesut Ozil saying that he would rather, Retire than signing for Tottenham? But who
1: told him that Tottenham is interested in signing him?
0: (laughs) No chance. (laughs) (laughs) So he he just gave like a deadpan look. If I could show his face, and then the guy goes, no chance, and he just is like serious-faced Mourinho. But uh, yeah, who told you Tottenham is interested in signing him? Yeah. That's good. Uh, good clip there. I thought just want to share that. Um, yeah. So Spurs, you know, I need got the one they needed. Not much else to say. I think for now, I did want to, I was going to skip over Arsenal, but I thought today they played a great match. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to add my two cents in. Uh, did you get a chance to see it? I'm sure you're probably, ready.
1: I, well, I was at work, but I had it on my phone kind of glanced down. saw a couple yeah. of highlights goals and stuff. So,
0: yeah, yeah. They're right now. They're, it is my chance, I guess, to kind of be happy with how they're doing. So, um, you know, three nothing winners today, Obamien got a brace. I, you know, here's what it is thirteen points in the out of their last fifteen. And granted, they did draw against Palace, but here's what I'll say about that. I noticed in that Palace match, who did they not have that's been integral to them in this run? That's been so good since signing. It's Kieran Tierney. Uh, mm-hmm. to me, Kieran Tierney has been a game breaker. He's a he is up there, no question in my mind, as one of the top two or three left backs in the premier league at the moment. Yeah, um, I agree. I, I think the chances he creates, the the trouble he causes other backs opens up things for the rest of his team. And that's what's causing like Bakayo Saka is, is getting more space because they have to focus more on, on tyranny and he's on, he's usually on tyranny's side. Mm-hmm. And so you could see Saka taking the spaces and you can see uh, Emil Smith kind of bouncing in and out. So um, <clears throat> man, it's, it's, Arsenal's been fun to watch. So I just want to point that out that, you know, if you haven't had a chance to watch them lately and been like, Oh, this team kind of sucks. Cause I've seen how they've played the last, the last few weeks um, have been pretty good. They've kept five consecutive clean sheets for the first time since 2009, February wow. 2009, in all competitions. Um, mm-hmm. Only Nicholas and Elka, Fabregas and Theo Walcott had been involved in more Premier League goals for Arsenal as a teenager than Bakayo Saka. Who's had five goals and six assists now this season. And finally, Emil Smith-Rowe has assisted three of Bakayo Saka's Premier League goals. Uh, they're the first English duo ever to combine for as many as three Premier League goals before either player has turned 21. So good stuff for the... For the yeah, youth. it's the youth revolt at Arsenal now after, after it happened at Chelsea last year. I was going to say, how crazy is that? The team <laughs> that youth and, and then they start building and they're, they get good results, you know, versus like when they play all those new signings. Yeah. Doesn't go quite like that. Um, yeah. So there's that. Uh, West Ham one, Burnley no. That's just kind of a standalone result I wanted to throw out there. Good yep, run. it happened. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, Leicester two, Southampton nothing. I know this kind of gets breezed about. Um, you know, Southampton's been good. Leicester gets a good win. Are we being too rash? Because many people mention United, City, Liverpool. Are we being too rash overlooking a Leicester team that has been in the hunt all season? And if mm-hmm. you go look at your table right now, they're ahead of Liverpool.
1: Yep. So So when I was going through all those teams that, you know, had recent success last recent success and then kind of fell back to the pack, I didn't mention Leicester because they do seem like a team that, that can maybe make it a top seven instead of a top six. And I don't know why. I mean, after they won the title, they finished like 14th or something. Right. So, So they're, they're, they're still knocking on the door of making it a top seven and, I mean, look at last year. I think they finished. I think they ended up fifth, maybe sixth.
0: Yeah, but, they ended up falling. Because, well, they they were like first or second a lot of the year.
1: Yes. The year. Yeah. I mean, they were at the top. I, I don't know what it is because I mean, they have re, they have good players, but it's not like top six level talent.
0: Right. Um.
1: But I don't. Maybe maybe they are the new top seven team. But you, I don't think you can count them out.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think last year I feel like they're kind of slowed down because, like when coronavirus happened, I think they were sitting really high up there. And then when when the return to play happened, something happened. They just they just dipped. They just went kind of into oblivion. they yep. And so it's really up to I think uh, you know Brendan Rodgers has been great. It's up mm-hmm. to him to keep them up there and not fade away that people are giving him that reputation for. And I guess we'll just have to see what happens there. Um, that's some team to watch. I just want to point everyone out there. They, They're a team to watch Jamie Vardy still banging in goals, you know, plus on the other side of 30 doesn't look like it. Uh, So we'll have to see. They have an interesting transfer policy that they do well in. And so, yeah, I just wanted to make sure we give a shout out to them as well Uh, before we go to do the comments. So usually we'll do predictions, but I figured let's knock the comments out. Let's get to predictions towards the end since the match week is, is, you know, coming is the upcoming thing. So a few more comments I wanted to bring up. Have you heard of the FA monitoring um, goal celebrations? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently the FA is going to, you know, apparently social distancing protocols have been breached as a number of teams celebrated together in close groups. The FA will monitor clubs after premier league sent updated guidelines, asking players to avoid close contact. Um, I want to know, you know, with this quote unquote guideline going in, obviously I don't think it's really been followed too well. What's your take on that? Is that, you know, is this kind of. If
1: if you're you're going to, if you're going to say you can't celebrate with your fellow teammates in the middle of a soccer game where you, you're like banging into guys and all that, like look how close they are in corner kicks and everything on free kicks, all that. Mm -hmm. And then you say you can't celebrate. If you're really that concerned, you need to cancel the games.
0: Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> Like it's all or nothing here Like you can't just say Oh yeah you can't high five And then they're like Hugging each other Not You know like Wrestling with each other On corner kicks Like that's even worse Than a high five So Yeah Just go go all in Cancel the games If you're worried about it Otherwise Fuck off Right <laughs> Let them celebrate
0: I, I completely Don't get that part of it Because the Like you said These are people that are That are Sweating on each other in match. yeah And, you know, they train together. There's, you know, I get it, wear a mask, you know, you don't want to spread it. But, like like you said, if it's that big of a concern, you got to call the match. You can't just be like, oh, well, we can't celebrate now because there are other managers coming out like Pep, you know, who says, you know, we'll follow what the Premier League says, but I don't know if we're going to be able to do it. So he's saying, we're going to try. Yeah. I respect premier league protocols. I understand completely what they're trying to do, but you know, when we're indoors, everyone respects social distancing. We have to do it, but outdoors on the training pitch, after being tested many times in the real moment of joy, hugging is an instinct and a reaction. It's difficult. I don't know if we'll be able to do it.
1: So I agree with Pep there.
0: There's there's one that Pep you're right on. I'm glad you agree. If anyone else uh, disagrees, I'd like to hear if anyone disagrees Mm because I want to get into a debate with someone. That thinks that FA should do this. I, I I haven't seen an argument in that direction. I want to see it. So at the footy corner too, if if anyone has something there, uh, going around the league. I know we're in the comments section, but I just some cool stories. I thought that would be nice to share. Did you? You've probably heard Rain, Wayne Rooney mm-hmm. now the new boss at Derby County full time. He was interim, um, had a bit of a successful spell. I believe they've won their last couple matches now with him in charge. And so they're ready to move on. Uh, How do you think he'll get on? What do you think his success will be, you know, seeing how Frank Lampard maybe has done or or someone even like the Mikel Arteta that have gone kind of from recently playing from when we remember here, a couple of years ago uh, to now managing, how do you think Wayne Rooney would would do in that role? Uh, I think he has a chance to be
1: okay. I mean, obviously he's played under the best manager of all time, Mm -hmm. um, Fergie, but and I think he's been their interim manager for a while and, you know, player manager, which I always love to see. But <laughs> yeah. you said they've been doing well. They have not been doing well. They're in 23rd place in the championship right now.
0: Mm-hmm. They have
1: not won. I'm looking at their schedule now. They haven't won in... They've <laughs> lost their last five games, including one uh, FA Cup game where they lost to uh, sixth-tier team Chorley. Really? Yes, so, so they so have lost to Rotherham, Chorley, Sheffield Wednesday. Oh, I'm sorry, they did beat Birmingham, four and Swansea, nothing. Right? Um, Swansea was a while back. They they lost to Preston, Patterson's Preston North End, one oh. nothing. So, so they, sorry, they have one game that they've won. So, but they're still they're still in 23rd. So, yeah, <laughs> if they get relegated, then. I don't. I don't think you can justify keeping Rooney. <laughs> let, <laughs> let Rooney cut uh, cut his teeth somewhere else.
0: Okay, nice, a lower yeah. league
1: team or something, or, or let him be an assistant at a top
0: tier team or something. Before yeah, because give turn- him the reins. Derby County CEO uh, states the reason they hired him is because the recent upturn in results under Wayne was married together with some positive performances, notably the 2-0 win at home over Swansea and a 4-0 win over Birmingham. City. I guess he neglected all the games in between. Uh, yeah. During that nine-game run, we also dramatically improved the defensive record and registered five clean sheets in the process, while on the attacking third we became more effective and ruthless. So, I mean, this is a team that has, has sucked all year, I, I think. Um, didn't Frank start, start in Derby? Wasn't Frank Lampard with Derby County? I'm trying to, yes, I think so, yes. So, hey, maybe Derby County's the new feeder club, so, (laughs) you know, for managers. I don't know. So, yeah, while we look, Wayne Rooney, you know, my take, I guess, if I'm going to give my two cents on it, is why not, you know, let's see how he does. And I'm glad, I guess, his shot's coming with a championship team. If he was, you know, thrust in the Premier League, I would be a little worried because we've seen people that get thrust into leagues uh, a little too soon get laughed at, get spit out. Um, uh, who was it that went to Villarreal or Valencia? Was it, was it Neville and yeah, really bad. And, and I think now he's the manager at inner Miami. So, uh, you know, you like to see these guys get put into positions that benefit them and benefit what they want to become. Yep. So hope, hopefully, hopefully
1: der- Derby has been real close to getting promoted a mm-hmm. lot recently. Uh, in the last 10 years or so. So hopefully he can, they, they've been in division two in the championship okay. consistently for a long time. So hopefully they don't get relegated. Yeah. Derby is one of those teams that I kind of want to see back in the premier league just because they've been so close.
0: Yes. Yeah. few occasions, few occasions yeah. um, very briefly. And I don't, <laughs> we don't have to give our answers. Now I, I kind of, this is a question I'm posing to everyone to post at the footy corner too. So have a think, yourself and I'm, i might have a think uh myself uh but steve asks the who is the best player never to win a ballon d'or so that's something to like look into i guess first um and there's there is a few actually jeff got on it pretty quick said kdb aguero and silva <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's, that's not surprising that he'd say something like that um someone posted a picture of Tyrion Henry, and i did not know that he hadn't won it so um yeah hmm. that that may be a good shout but if anyone uh, – yeah, if anyone comes up with a, a good answer, I want to hear it on, at the footy corner too. Uh, on initial – do you have any uh, – on initial – look, I know I didn't really ask. Diego so. Costa. <laughs> there you go. Diego Costa's. That's answer. my answer. Uh, I'm going to stick with – I see Thierry Henry here, so I'm going to stick yeah, with Yeah, Thierry Henry is a, that's, that's that's a, a big good answer. <clears throat> uh, but to give an idea, like basically – the last many years, it's been, well, minus 2018. 2018 was Luka Modric. Uh, that, mm-hmm. was, that was it's, wild. Yeah. Nin- that, was,
1: that was the year Croatia
0: made it to the, or came runners up in the um, World Cup. Exactly, yeah. And, and other than that, 19 Messi, 17 Ronaldo, 16 Ronaldo, Messi, Ronaldo, Ronaldo, Messi, 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 Ronaldo. The last person not named Messi, Ronaldo, or Modric to win was 2007, and that was Kaká.
1: Um, so i have a new answer a real answer yeah uh ibrahimovic
0: oh yeah you're right he's never won it yeah he is holy cow that's crazy yeah uh there are some guys that have come second quite a bit
1: no Um, i you know what i have a new answer again i'm sorry i have Um, what do you have Le- Lewandowski, Lewandowski. Yeah, he should have won because in twenty. Exactly. <laughs> so he's, that, that's why I'm answering him.
0: Uh, he should have won it. It was really and uh, Buffon was actually close to winning it in 2006. Oh yeah. yeah. And yep. the year Italy won the World Cup. Uh, Frank Lampard's gotten second before.
1: Yep, I, I just know. saw that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oscar but, Ronaldinho. Yeah. If anyone, yeah, everyone, anyone has a great answer. Look back. There's some really cool names on this list. Jurgen Klinsmann got second in 1995. <laughs> it's a pretty interesting uh, fact. Former Chicago Fire player, Chris so Stoichkov, won it in 1990. Oh, wow. There's that. Um, yeah, cool stuff. Uh, let us know what you guys all think. I think my answer, after looking over this list and thinking of players, is still going to have to be Terry Henry, who's come second and third and just never won it, I guess. Wow. Yeah, lost out to Canavero, lost out to Pavel Nedved, who sounds like a hockey player. <laughs> <laughs> so. Cool. I thought, I thought that was a neat question. Yep. So uh, any thoughts on that from people would be appreciated. So now onto some other interesting tidbits. Um, did you hear about West Ham? I, uh, no, I didn't hear this. I have appointed Eva Vorley, uh, a director of X-rated films such as lesbian student nurses and horny housewives on the job to their board. Um, she is the partner <laughs> of West wild. Ham's co-chairman, David Sullivan. People know David Sullivan actually interacts with a lot of people on Twitter. Um, how would you feel as a West Ham fan if they did something like this? Or like if Chelsea, um, did this, how would you feel?
1: That's just wild. Like, wasn't didn't <laughs> didn't some team want to have Pornhub as a kit sponsor?
0: You remember think, that? Yeah, I can't remember who it was though. It's it's uh, it's passing my mind right now, but they weren't allowed.
1: <laughs> no, no, it was. Um, oh shit, it was. Uh, they wanted the naming rights to I think maybe like a Miami arena.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I'm actually doing the search right now. Hopefully, bad stuff doesn't come on my computer because it's a giant <laughs> screen. Uh, yeah. The naming rights to the Miami Heat. Oh, it was right. Bang Bros, not uh, Pornhub. Oh, yeah. Although, although, you know, you're not far off because an English soccer team sponsored by Pornhub was banned from its league. Oh, <laughs> uh, The Rutherford Raiders of England's Kent University. We're told they were banned from playing in the university's inter football league. If they accept Pornhub as their shirt sponsor. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. So
1: <laughs> in regards to this Ava Vorley being appointed to the board, like, <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, maybe it's a
0: publicity stunt. I don't know. I'd say so. I'd be, I'd be, I'd be like, how can you have this person on your, like, what is like, is this a joke? I don't know. Uh, I I, I want to ask if there are any West Ham fans out there. Maybe we can ask them um, how they feel about that. I'll, we'll get a survey on how people feel about this on uh, Twitter. Uh, intern, okay. We got the intern working hard tonight. So there's that. A yeah. um, couple of small transfer bits of, like, that are definite. Um, I don't want to get too much into speculation. Maybe uh, one of the next couple shows we'll have like a an update on every tr- transfer. There. It's been kind of quiet. Um, Seb Aller. Uh, he transferred out of West Ham since we last recorded for mm-hmm. 22.5 million euros to Ajax and he scored on his first shot. Oh, I didn't see that. So a guy who's had issues scoring in West Ham goes back to the Dutch league does it in West Ham are looking for his replacement they're looking at Sevilla striker Yusuf and Nesri and Nasiri. and I know you play FIFA a decent amount. Have you heard of this player? No.
1: Well, I mean I, I know the name. I, I don't, don't really know anything about him.
0: Yeah, they're, they're planning on a, offering 30 million euros for him. He's a Moroccan who has 13 goals in 26 matches for club and country this season. So there's, uh, there's that. Um, finally, I do want to touch up on, we did a Mount Rushmore of uh, kind of kits, jerseys last week, and um, you had you had some input too. Uh, I, I know pictures would have actually probably helped with the voting. <laughs> um, to give the, answer, the update on what happened, it was 50-50 actually. Uh Steve and I went fifty-fifty. We split the votes. Um I had Netherlands, Celtic, Argentina, Arsenal. He had Brazil, Nigeria, Tottenham, and Liverpool. Uh Jeff, City in Italy, Inter, and Canada. Um Yeah, so Brian, do you do you have any ideas off the top of your head who you would have maybe gone with? Or um, I forget who I did go. I think I voted for let me look. Or like who would you have picked as your like, whose jerseys are, do you really like? I mean, you could just go with one or two teams you like. Like hist- so oh, you,
1: oh, I thought you meant who, who I would have... I would have voted for you, by the way, because Netherlands, Netherlands and Celtic are really cool. Yeah. Those are I don't nice. remember if I did vote or not, but I don't think I did. So I'm giving you the tiebreaker. You won the poll. There
0: you go. Bada bing, bada boom. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, as far as kits that I would pick... Um, I really can't think of anything I, I really just like Chelsea's kits <laughs> There you go Yeah, <laughs> hey, <I'm> just, <laughs> hey
0: Sometimes it's all it is It's all yeah. it is The Which ones? What I, you I, your
1: favorite? Oh, man I'm um, sure But just I'm trying to think of the closet. ones That I have in my closet There was one I think it was like a 2015 A mm-hmm. uh, third kit That was kind of Black with like like kind of a um a blue green matrixy looking pattern on it that I really liked. Nice. That was the the first alternate kit that I got, or you know, like third kit.
0: Um so I'll go with that one. All right. Well there you go. I'll have uh, to see if I can find it and tweet it tweet it at you. Please do, yeah. Please do because otherwise then I'll get the intern to find the picture. And the intern's already uh sore from sitting on Bielsa's bucket. So <laughs> <laughs> Steve did want to note uh, Club America's new kits are trash just like them so uh, he did post that if people want to look at the footy corner too and see what Steve posted um, so I gave our Mount Rushmore results uh, you know what let's before we get into it, I just want to quickly go over uh, week 17 player of the week winner was Kieran Tierney last week 55% of the vote went his way 16% Foden, 16% Sun, 13% Bruno Fernandez I did not fix the vote for those. <laughs> no, he was, he, he was absolutely deserving. Yeah. Yeah. Just, a, just he, from his goal alone. <laughs> yeah, right. And then he set up another one. They had a clean sheet. Um, so we'll see who's up. We'll see who's up in the running today. Well, I'll get the, uh, the intern to compile sets, but we might just have to wait till the these next few games end and just say week 18 yep. player of the week. Cause it's been, <coughs> um, one more last note, Ryan Frazier became the shortest player ever to be sent off in the premier league. <laughs> replacing Tariq Lampsy who was sent off earlier this year <laughs> so uh, I see your kid has just come in too so people check that out on at the footy corner too uh all right so shall we do our Mount Rushmore let's do it all right so folks uh Mount Rushmore and I think it's appropriate because I've had some issues here lately right Mount Rushmore of signs you're getting old um and so Brian since you're the Guests on a show. And I think you won the last one we had against.
1: I would no. I was going to give it to you because you just want, you beat Jeff with my deciding vote. So you get okay. to pick who goes well, first. You know
0: what? No, let me go back to how we are our, our competition. Oh, I, okay. I beat you. All right. So, yeah. All right. We'll go back to our previous one. Since I beat you, I will. I'll go. I want to go second and third. I want to go second and third because okay. I have. it's just, I don't have like a front runner. And I just have like, yeah, so. that's
1: how I was too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, all right, Brian, you are up. So I'll write your. Ah, shit.
1: Okay. okay.
0: Um,
1: I will go with the fact that, did you say what the draft was?
0: Yeah. Sign, uh, right, oh, okay. Signs you're getting old. Signs right? you're so, getting old. So, yeah, so how do we, how just for,
1: you for grow- context, I am 35 and I'll be turning 36 this year, and I have two kids, and you are 33. I'm 34. I'll be 34. Oh shit!
0: And I have zero kids, but yeah, but yeah, I, I still feel it. I still feel good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So <laughs> having said that, geez, I'm going to, I'm going to go with the fact that hangovers are just so much worse <laughs> and you get a hangover for drinking a lot less. Yes. Yep. So yep. just, oh man, I mean like worse if, if I go ham and just get absolutely smashed, I feel it for two days at least. (laughs) Absolutely. And and if I take it easy, I drink maybe three or four beers over the course of like four hours or something. You know, just drink casually. Yep. I still have a hangover the entire next day. My legs hurt. My stomach hurts. I need caffeine. It's just brutal. Whereas like in college, you would drink a 12-pack over the course of a night. And you'd have a hangover the next day, but maybe you have a beer with lunch. You'd be out playing football the next day, right. you know, like that afternoon. You'd still yeah. go to class. Well, maybe not go to class, but...
0: <laughs> well, uh, class. No, i
1: <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I teach now. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: You're a teacher now. <laughs> but it was just so much easier to recover in college. Yeah, so that's for sure. Uh, I like that pick. I had that on my list here. Um, well, I will go with something that I've noticed a lot more lately and um it's not like an awful thing but it's sign that you kind of get the feeling or the note like when you hear a song and you're like what song is that and it's a really popular song and then another one comes on and another one so i'd say not knowing any of the songs in the top 10 yeah uh, it's a really big sign that well and i'm one that listens to podcasts a lot too but yeah i might know like the beat but if you tell me a name or an art like i feel like i don't know any artists anymore so i think just like not knowing songs or artists anymore is it yep Shout! Uh, Absolutely, it's so, a good one. I'll put that there. Like someone will name like the best rapper right now, and I will have no fucking idea. <laughs> what this guy is. Like, <laughs> like I'll read through like my Twitter feed, and usually I ask Arin. I'm like, so who's this guy? What is who's this guy, yeah. guy? What's his backstory? Or like
1: <laughs> watching, we watch SNL a lot and see sure. the musical guests and it's just someone I've never fucking heard of, and it's some like 18 year old rapper or you know some yeah. someone I've never heard of. It's like yeah. Ew is this
0: <laughs> yeah uh for sure and so here's another one that i've started to have this dilemma a l- little more lately and it really ugh, i went through a phase where i was like should i buy a player's jersey because is it gonna get weird now i don't care anymore because i'm so much older than a lot of them but like mm-hmm. when you're a fan of an athlete that's younger than you so <laughs> oh, god damn it
1: <laughs> Yep.
0: I, like I, I, mean.
1: I, I almost took that With my first pick
0: Like when you're a kid You're like Oh man All these guys You look up to them They're so great Now like I'm like Oh my favorite player From this team Older than him Favorite player from this yeah. team Way older than him Decade yeah, like, older. I'm I'm like Okay Patrick Kane Hawks You know Been a fan of his For a long time But then I realize I'm like a year Or two older than him And, and, and that's like, not too old? bad Right That's, that's not you, too bad And then you like look at Statesman now It's just like Yeah
1: exactly <laughs> Yeah, and like guys that were born when I was in college are now right. like superstars.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and like this is literally in than
1: soccer. Eight, yeah. Like eighteen like how old is uh Erling Holland?
0: Oh gosh. He's gotta be what eighteen. He looks like he looks older, but he's gotta be I think he's eighteen or nineteen.
1: He's twenty he's twenty years old. He was born in two thousand, so I was in high school, but still. Yeah, that's ridiculous. there there's
0: eighteen year olds. Like, is that how old Sokka is? Yeah, Saka's Sokka's nineteen. Uh what else is there? That's there are a few that are just, yeah. Like you said, and it's just like, what the fuck? Like, that's, it's a rough look. Um, yeah. or even like when I'm rooting for like a college team or player, like I get into it and I just realize, Holy shit. Like I'm at least like 15 years older than these guys now. So yeah. You know, or 14 or 13 or whatever, you know, depending on what year they are So yeah, being a fan of math that you're, that's younger than you is definitely on my list. So you're up for two now.
1: Oh yeah. Okay.
0: Um,
1: so I'm going to go with making noises anytime I stand up or sit down. Yes. It's like, that uh, the- uh, like it uh, so much lately, so much lately. Yeah. I do it all the time. And yeah. <laughs> just, ah, yep. mm,
0: uh. I was, I, I, I had written it as groaning uh, more. Yes.
1: Like, groaning, getting in and out of the car. I, I can't do it without making a noise.
0: Yes. <laughs> Same here. Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> Oh geez, um, I'll I'll blank that out. That was near the top of my list, but I I went with two others that I just like were yeah prevalent, and then that was that was actually my next one. So you took that
1: so out. another one that's just I've just kind of noticed in the last year or so. Like I feel like I have little nicks and cuts all over my hand. Mm-hmm. Like I've never noticed it before. Like just tiny little like not even almost like paper cuts, but I don't remember how I got them. And then like you use hand sanitizer and you're like, ah, oh, what the fuck? Right. How the <laughs> hell did I get that little nick? Like, yeah, I'm looking at my hand now. I have like four different marks on my hand that are just like <laughs> little scabs, but I have no idea how I got them. And I I don't think I've ever had this before.
0: So all those surprises like nicks and scabs. <laughs> it just
1: cuts little cuts on my fingers and hands.
0: You're like, where, where the fuck the do they come
1: from? come
0: from? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, for sure. I, <coughs> I like that one. That's true. I sometimes, or like, have you ever done that where, you know, you'll see like a blood streak somewhere and you're like, where'd that come from? And you look at your, like, yeah. there's a, like you said, a cut yeah. on your neck and you're like, Oh shit, I got to get this under control uh, <laughs> for sure. Um, all right. Well now I'm up for two yep. and one is kind of similar to what you said. You could tell me if you think this is too close, we can skip it. I feel it's a little different. So it goes along with the groaning kind of are grunting or making mm-hmm. noise when you're standing, sitting, doing this. Um, I feel like, I don't know if it's like, maybe like when you're getting up sort of, or when you're weight wa- it's more of a waking up feeling stiff or having joint ailments when like, yeah, we didn't do as much as you used to do when you're younger, but like, I'll do like, like lately I've been getting downstairs. Uh, we have, our weight room has like, you si- you have to sign up. So I usually <sighs> go like late at night um, because during the day it's packed. And I don't want to yeah, don't want don't that. like yeah. being the only person in the room. You could have up to well, packed, I should say, is up to four people. You can only have four people in the room. So I usually try to sign up on like no one's there. Cause one, like I don't want to be around a bunch of people. And two, I don't yeah. like, people don't need to be seeing you right now in the state I to to run and and, and yeah. walk a dog or whatever. Um but I've noticed it is a lot. You know, I I'll do it Got, night, like, yeah. I wake up in the morning, I'm just like, oh, can't move. It's yep. it wasn't like this before. Um
1: even when, or, or I was going to say, just even if you sleep slightly wrong,
0: yeah, I
1: think this kind of falls in the same same as your pick. Like your neck is maybe a millimeter off what it mm-hmm. alignment of what it should
0: be, and your yes. neck is sore for the entire day. Yeah,
1: it's like, what, and it's just from
0: this? sleeping wrong. It's Like, yeah. how did that happen? It's, it's an unreal thing. It's an unreal feeling. Uh, so I'll go with that. And with the last pick there are a few years, so they'll go on our honor of and that's fine. Yep. But I feel, <laughs> I mean, it shows a little bit and I, I understand now why older people can't do it, but I feel like it's a bit of a struggle to lose weight easily. Like, mm-hmm. like I feel like, you know, even 10 years ago, I'd be like, all right, you know what? In about one month or not one month, even a couple of weeks, I could drop X amount of pounds. Now I'm like, Holy crap, like what do I have to do to get this this weight off? So, yeah, I think it's a, it's sure. sort of a struggle to lose weight, and it obviously comes with metabolism stuff, but um, yeah, definitely. But struggle to lose weight easily, so I'll say, not really a struggle to lose weight because you know, if you get the right formula down, mm-hmm. you should be able to, I mean, not should, I mean, it's, you should be able to do it, but it's not as easy. It takes a little more time, you gotta plan it out a little more if you want to look good for an occasion uh, that's in eight months, per se. <laughs> <sure. laughs> yeah, I exactly. I gotta start now. <laughs> so, yep. absolutely back then I used to be able to be like, all right, if I start this in June or July, like when you're preparing to run something, right now you train for a run, which we haven't had in a while. But if you do, it's like, Oh, I have to start doing this well ahead of time. So, yep. So, uh, your pick for the last one,
1: my last pick is that I can't ever seem to say the right name for my kids, (laughs) (laughs) which I never thought was a problem. Like I always thought it was funny when my mom or dad would say like, Katie, Bill, Brian, and they'd say the dog's name before they say my name, and now it's the same thing. Like, I'll do it. I'll, I'll call Johnny, Martha, and Olive before I get to his name. Like, <laughs> right? Olive, put that milk down.
0: Oh, I mean Johnny. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it, yeah, yeah. I mean, do it's something that actually my parents did the same all the time before, and I'd be yep. like, "How do you not get this right?" And so, <laughs> I, I'm sure there's gonna be a time that it's gonna happen to me. Heads up to Steve right Steve's you know in that in that process yeah, it's, so it's
1: easier with just one kid
0: <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Well, well how about when it's a kid and a
1: pet yeah kid and a pet is still even tough
0: okay I was gonna say yeah because you're so used to telling the pet no and then the kid comes yep. in and you're like oh shit wait that's not yeah <laughs> it's not Olive doing that right now <laughs> so oh man oh that's that's good advice to for future me to know here Because that is wild. Um, I don't
1: know if it's so much as advice as as a warning, like this is going to happen. (laughs) Yeah.
0: beware. I I think too, in in, in any instance, I think it's tougher to retain names in general. So um, like new ones. I mean, obviously Mm -hmm. I know you're Brian, so (laughs) I didn't forget that yet. Uh, But yeah, any uh, honorable mentions that you have? Yeah, kind of along the same lines of your
1: music one. I didn't want to take this one because it's too close. But like Mm -hmm. songs that I liked as a kid are on like classic rock and oldie stations now. Yep. (laughs) And then another one that's kind of more along, just kind of more self improvement. I guess is I don't really care what people think about me anymore.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yes, absolutely.
1: I'm, I'm me. Like I'm gonna be me. If you don't like me, then I don't care. I'm not gonna try to. Um, impress you anymore like to a certain extent you know you you maintain social graces but like i I have plenty of friends i don't need to make a new friend that i don't really care about if you don't like me i don't care and (laughs) so so that's only true for a certain extent for like social acquaintances and things like you know you want to be a good person but it it more applies to strangers right right
0: yeah
1: I don't care what people think if I'm never going to see them again.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Right. Or, or even if like, maybe you're just meeting a group, like you don't just be yourself. You don't need approval. Like if they're not, gonna yeah. like you, they're not going to like you. Or if, or if
1: I'm going to a restaurant and I'm feeling cheeky and I want to order like a Shirley Temple. Right. Like yeah. the waiter might laugh at me or whatever but it tastes fucking good. So I'm going to really do it. Does. I don't care. No, yeah. I'll give you that. Or It does actually tastes good. Or you go to, um, go into, cro- or go into the grocery store mm-hmm. and buy a whole bunch of, um, what's that? Like, uh, seltzer stuff. Yeah. Alcoholic seltzer. Oh yeah. Um, why can't I think of that? You know, like hard hard cider or something.
0: Right. Yeah. Or you have like of of the um, Truly's or the Truly. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Truly stuff. White Claw.
1: White Claw. Yeah. yeah. Like if I'm a 21 year old, I'm not going to be caught dead buying White Claw. Like this is a girly drink. Blah blah blah. Now mm-hmm. it's like, I, I don't give. I don't know you. Right. I don't care what the checkout the 18 year old checkout person that has to call over a manager at, check my ID. I don't care what you think,
0: right? How you're going to enjoy your life is much more important. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. That's a good one. Um, do you have any more? Do you want me to, go? that's that's all I had. I had something that goes along those lines, actually, uh, getting close for comfort over style in some case. Now you still want to be stylish, but I think I feel like sometimes you're like, mm-hmm. if it's between two and and one's way more comfortable than the other. You're like, eh, even if that one looks, maybe looks a little better. I'm going to get the comfortable yeah. one. Uh, so definitely comfort stuff, uh, complaining about kids these days. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
1: Like, uh, <laughs> I don't know if you remember, I, I didn't share it with the pod, but I shared it with our text group, S- some neighborhood kids like over Christmas break, some kid found a, uh, a dead squirrel in our neighborhood and was like running around the neighborhood and like walked up to our, um, to our uh, doorbell camera, like our ring camera and like shook the dead squirrel at the camera. And I was still awake at this point. I think it might've been like the same night after we recorded a pod. Yeah. I was, I was like, (laughs) close, close my computer or something. I saw my phone's notification for someone's at your front door. And I was like, Oh shit, is someone trying to rob us? So I checked it. And it was just this dumbass like teenager. And I could see in the background of the camera, a bunch of other kids running down the middle of the street in the middle of fucking December Oh shaking a dead squirrel in my camera. And then like I went upstairs, like I, I turned the light on in the backyard to make sure they weren't like fucking with us or anything. And then I looked up the number. I knew I couldn't call 911, but I was like, I'm going to call the cops on these kids. So I looked up the number for the police office. I dialed the number and it started to ring. And then it hung up. Cause I was like, what the fuck am I going to tell these police officers <laughs> when they answer the phone? Like some <laughs> hooligans are out running around in my neighborhood.
0: Like, who gives a shit? right
1: that's when i realized like i'm fucking old i'm
0: calling the cops and some kids these days to be fair that is a really shitty mood around like wave a dead squirrel i will admit that's weird that is it's weird weird. yes (laughs) it's awesome it was like 12 30 at night too i was
1: like these kids need to be in bed where are their parents
0: I was gonna say, yeah, that was that would definitely have to be after our pod. We do our recordings later. Yeah. Well, today we're doing better. I think today we're gonna end, you know, as a, as a, at a normal time. Somewhat, we'll say yeah. uh, before the next day for you, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, and the, the last thing I had was uh, you you kind of don't mind getting asked for ID anymore. So,
1: bad, yes, yeah, bad. I don't really care. Um, <laughs> and then something Allison pointed out: my wife, my lovely wife Allison, when mm-hmm. people are checking your IDs now all they have to look at for us is that there's a 19.
0: Yep. That's true. Which is wild. (laughs) If it's a
1: 19, if the years start with 19, you're over 21. You're good.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Holy shit.
1: Kids that were born in 2000 can drink.
0: That's wild. Yeah. The ones that uh, were born in the first 18 days currently can drink. Yeah. That's bad. Well, yeah. (laughs) That is, that is a scary thought. Yeah. Um, All the ones that were born after we were afraid of Y2K. Um, So there's that. (laughs) Uh, so now let us go. So yeah, everyone let us know who you would vote. And if you have something that we didn't mention.
1: Yes. I'd love to
0: hear it. Yeah. At the footy corner too. Uh, Brian's are, um, hangovers are the worst. Uh, making noises or grunting while standing, sitting, getting in a car, so on and so forth, surprise nicks and scabs and can't say the right kid's name. Uh, yeah. so that's, this is pretty funny. I'm, I'm a little nervous about that in the future. Um, I had not being able to really name any songs in the top 10 now, or, you know, new songs, uh, I had, you're a fan of athletes that are younger than you, uh, stro- uh, feeling good stiff on. or joint ailments and the struggle to lose weight easily. So,
1: yep. Real real so- quick. I, I, I suggested this topic and I, I will say I got it from another podcast I listened to called all fantasy, everything, Uh uh-huh. um, really good podcast every week. They do a fantasy draft of some new topic. Um, and they did that a couple of weeks ago, um, about a month ago here. Um, really funny guys. Obviously, I don't know any of them because they're like famous comedians. Um, but if you want to listen to a fun, if you like the Mount Rushmore segment on this and want to listen to other stuff like that, check that podcast out. For I'm sure. sure they don't need my plug at all because their audience is
0: in the hundreds of thousands, probably. So we'll need their plug then. So they plug. exactly everyone <laughs> tweeted them to plug us. <laughs> that we will be more than happy to have them on for Mount Rushmore. So, or you, would like, <laughs> you should do that, Brian. You should be like, well, these yeah. guys. <laughs> they would probably be like, who are these assholes stealing our idea? <laughs> right, uh, probably. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's true. Um, so with that said, yeah, let us know at the footy corner two what you think, and let's move to uh, our final two segments. Yep. Uh, both having intros, so let's now go to the nonce of the week. You are a nonce, fella. You're a nonce, mate. And we have a few good options. We try to stay out. I tried the best I could to stay out of political stuff. So yes, uh, you helped with this first one. You sent this one saying, "I don't know how this fits in with the pod. Uh, Nonsense of the week, maybe, but it would be hilarious to hear you talk about it." Um, yeah, and then I'm <laughs> the one talking about it. <laughs> yeah, there's a great meme you pointed out. There's you know, or there's a guy that says it's amazing to think what great and exciting things people will be doing with this. Bill Gates, not some guy. That's true. Sorry. This <laughs> A young Bill Gates. Yes, a young Bill Gates. I yes. Say. Sorry, it's amazing to think what great and exciting things people will be doing with PCs in 30 years. And then uh, a new th- uh, thing that came out, I believe, on the 11th of January, uh, a hacker took control and locked the chastity cages of several men, asking them for a ransom to unlock them. The hacker, <laughs> the hacker then told, so, "I'm going to finish." This the hacker then told one of the victims, "Your cock is mine now." <laughs>
1: If you don't know what a chastity cage is, it's like basically something that locks up your dick so you can't have sex. Dwayne. So I'm sure it's used some, some kind of fetish thing. I don't know. I just saw this. <laughs> um, but now, obviously, everything has to be like smart and connected to your phone. So I I, I don't know. I guess you put a chastity cage on your dick and then you're... Wife while she's away or something can like um, I don't know what the hell people do with it, but right. Obviously, it's not now tied to your phone and it can get hacked. And it, they got hacked, and <laughs> the hacker said your cock is mine now. <laughs> that is hilarious. So I don't know who the nonce is in this situation. Maybe the hacker.
0: Right. Well, the person with the belt—it's a bit of a crazy thing, but hey, let's let's respect yeah, let's not fetish shame anyone. Yeah, but exactly, we just talked about letting people do what they want, being comfortable. Yeah, um, yeah. So we'll,
1: we'll say the hacker is the is the nonce for for um, being a quote. dick to people who are just trying to get their jollies on.
0: Right. I think especially that quote when you say your cock is mine now. I think yeah, that's the <laughs> and, nonce and
1: asking for a ransom.
0: Yeah, to be able to <laughs> unlock their that, that's just dangerous. Yeah, so we're going to call this the Dick Hacker. Um, yeah, Dick Hacker.
1: When Dick when I saw your uh, your summary, um, <laughs> you know, you sent me a summary to you know outline of the show or whatever. It just said Dick Hacker, and I was like, Who's Dick
0: Hacker? <laughs> is there? I thought there was a
1: soccer player named Dick Hacker,
0: <laughs> and then I was like, Oh yeah. Well, there used, there was a, there is a what a Dick Hammer, right? Isn't there like an Olympic guy? Remember we a Canadian. He was on the board named Dick Hammer, which is, that's also wild. Yeah. Um, Have you, have you heard of that or no? I think so. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So so Dick Hacker's up there. Uh, That's a good shot. I thought it was pretty funny. Um, So that was, thank you for that share. Um, Now Then we have Danny Alves. So I think Pep recently reached a milestone or something happened with him. Um, And there's Danny Alves who many of you know, the veteran Brazilian soccer player, who's one more than any other player in history he famously played under Guardiola at Barcelona and then also actually almost joined him at City um, but he claims he loved every moment with his ex-coach it starts normal he says I think Pep is a genius he says in one interview a genius that football gave us as a gift so Jeff uh, you know make sure you know let your pants loose you might become a <laughs> Um he's a great a great gift as a coach and as a person How he got the best out of every player, those that played a lot, those that didn't play as much, creating a synergy with a lot of respect between those inside the team. That puts him in a very special position in my life, in a very particular position. I think he's a nonconformist genius, a methodical genius, a perfectionist genius, which we all know he's a perfectionist. And I think that makes him unique. Wherever he goes, he can win more. Or he can win less, but I think a player that works with him will never be the same. Every day is a learning curve. It's a class like you were going to college. It's a discipline because you learn something more. Then he added, it was that, I think that's great. Just leave it. Then Danny Alves says, to work with him is better than sex. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Has Danny Alves never had sex before? You know, I don't, I don't know. That was one of the wildest things. Um, I do want to mention that Pep Guardiola later wanted to clarify that he thinks sex is better. <laughs> Good. So in a fun little back and forth banter, but yeah, that is a, I, yeah. Danny Alves might be a virgin. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, I yeah. I get the sentiment, but uh, I thought that would be a fun little thing to put him there. So we got Dick Hacker, Danny Alves. Um, uh, uh-huh. This guy is actually like a a douche kind of for doing what he did. I guess it may have slipped. Uh, You know what? It may have slipped to be fair to him. It may have happened to some of us before. Um, Justin Thomas is a golfer. Um, He was golfing at the century tournament of champions in Hawaii. Uh, The number, the world number three golfer. So those that enjoy golf, he's apparently a top golfer. Uh, Have you heard of him? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He's good. Yeah. So he he was heard uh, using the word, um, God, am I allowed, am I going to get canceled if I say it? Probably. Yeah. So it was the
1: F- a slur up- for up. a a slur for homosexuals
0: that yes. starts with the letter F. F, F-, F- A G G O T. I'm just going to spell. Fair enough. a five foot par putt on the fourth hole of the third round uh, recently, uh, he faces a possible fine from the PGA Tour. I think he has been fined. Um, That's just one of those things. You, I mean. Maybe you say that like 10, 15 years ago. But like... Yeah.
1: So there's a couple confusing things here. Like I feel like someone, so he's 27, so he's not that young, but I still feel like anyone born after 1990, like that word isn't as like when we were growing up, it was honestly used a lot. Like it was just tossed around all yeah. the time. Oh yeah. Um, But I feel like anyone born after 1990 is, is kind of when it started to go like Become you know a really bad word, and I feel like people born after that, after nineteen ninety or something, like wouldn't use it that much. Correct. And okay. then okay. another thing is, it's a really weird word to exclaim frustration with. Right. Like you, you would say ah oh, fuck or
0: you know right motherfucker. Why would you say that word? Which I, he would have like, gotten away with saying fuck. Well, not got yeah. away with it, but a lot less damning than this one. Yeah, exactly.
1: It's not a yeah. So that it was just strange all around the fact that he said it. Uh, it's just weird. Not not a word you want to be heard saying these days. Right. I mean, well, I mean you shouldn't say it at all, so.
0: Correct. Obviously Correct. You don't want to be heard. Correct. Uh yeah, I'd say I've heard it uh, said once on accident before and that was when someone got their nuts grabbed by another player on the pitch. Yeah. Um not when missing a par putt. So that's <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but but either way, either way, you shouldn't do that. But yeah, you know, and when you know you're mic'd, not not saying that. Hey, just do it when you're not mic'd. But I feel like when you're mic'd, you need to be a little extra careful. Um, I mean, that could go under the category of in the heat of the moment, like we and talked about I, the celebrations. But to be fair, I don't think he was mic'd. Oh, okay.
1: Um, but Wait. they, I mean, there's no crowd, so they have microphones on the
0: players. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. like when you could hear a player say something I came right. He was in the West Brom Wolves game. I heard a player clearly just be like fuck off to another player. Yeah. 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 You could hear them yell at each other on the pitch. Yeah. So, so there's that Justin Thomas hot seat. Um, then there's Charles Barkley. I love Charles. I'm a big Charles Barkley guy. So it hurts me to do this. Um, but he believes um, that athletes should skip the line or the queue or whatever you want to call it to get the vaccine. Uh, which a lot of people have expressed. So this isn't, you know, a new complete thing. Um, But here's what he stated. Uh, He said that 300 million shots give a thousand to some NBA players, NFL players, hockey players. Barkley said, listen, as much taxes as these players pay, let me repeat that as much taxes as these players pay, they deserve some preferential treatment. So he's basing his shot giving on taxes, not potential exposure i mean that's it, it, wild i think to, to yes put anyone ahead of healthcare workers that are trying to <clears throat> is is ridiculous
1: there's so many more people healthcare workers teachers mm-hmm. other frontline workers like grocery store workers right um fact honestly factory workers like um a bunch of amazon delivery people mm-hmm. um all those people are more deserving of, of people that are Literally risking their lives to do their job, right? Um, because they have to. Because mm-hmm. they have to make the money. Because the country requires these people to function. Requires these people to do their job to to maintain society. We right. don't. We can have society without basketball. We had it for a couple months and it was right. fine. It sucked, but that's just entertainment. We don't need. We don't need basketball players to get it before teachers Mm -hmm. that that and then to make it a a financial thing that is just tone deaf like give me a fucking break
0: yeah yeah no i agree it's uh it's a bit uh it's a bit wild in my opinion but yeah that's that's his opinion uh I, i don't agree with it and i agree with you that yeah we i mean it sucks it does bring a lot of people joy sports but we did without it for a few months and they seem to have protocols they're they're going by and 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 I mean, they can wait a little longer, I think, than healthcare workers that are, fighting. Yes. <laughs> like you said, Amazon people. Uh, yeah, teachers, I think, that are forced to go in. I'm in a lucky position that the university is able to give me like a doc reader. And now, does it suck? Uh, yeah, but I'm, I'm lucky that they gave me this, this equipment that I figured it out by now. You know, it's been a year yeah. now almost. We figured it out. But, but eventually, yeah, it'd be nice to get back, get like teachers and students vaccinated. Be, um, the, the ones that yeah. deal with, I think, elementary school, Yes. Kids, they need to get it immediately. That, that's especially what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Like the ones that deal with younger kids cuz they're a lot more difficult to deal with uh in terms of on Zoom for parents. Yeah. um so for sure. I think yeah, so hot seat Charles Barkley. So again, we have um Dick Hacker, uh Danny Alves, Justin Thomas and Charles Barkley. Who's your early vote out for? Um
1: I'll go with the Dick Hacker just cuz I uh <laughs> don't don't fuck with people when they're trying to get their jollies off
0: i love it the dick hacker um yeah i like that one uh well then i'll go with i, I like dick hacker i'll go with danny elvis uh yeah that was my yeah. second choice working those are with, more fun yeah working with pep is better than sex i think jeff might agree with that but outside of that i don't that. <laughs> <laughs> so all right uh so with that said let's jump now so this is where i kind of switched the order up a bit we did that. Let's go back to now predictions. Mm-hmm. So now we're looking, let's look at the next week. We got predictions and gambling corner coming up. So let's look at the predictions. Um, the week 18 scores, I'll call it week 18, even though it was like 18 plus half 19. And we'll call this one week 19. Um, obviously the scores were higher because mm-hmm. there were more matches to pick from. And I understand the um, I'm kind of awarding not picking this week because there are only six matches and you'd be like, well, my average goes down. So if I don't pick, yeah, but
1: yeah. Can you so so? What if you just did? I mean, take all your results and then split them in half. So so like count week eighteen. Let me look at the email I sent for our EPL pick Oh,
0: so I, I know see. it
1: doesn't really work with dates, but in terms of I see what you're saying. Yeah, so so count week eighteen as um. Sheffield versus Newcastle through Leicester versus Southampton.
0: I see. Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. So it's like 10 and 10 or something like that. It's 11 and 11, 11 and 11. Yeah. Right. You know what? Way- so I'll fix that. Send that. If you can send that to me, I'll fix yep. it. Um, let's do that. That's a great idea, actually. So, all right, folks, your updated scores will be given later. I mean, I'll send you this week's score. I won't announce them cause I have to go uh, the interns going to have to go back to the lab. And, um, update those.
1: <laughs> yeah, sorry to make more work for, for you there. No, well, uh, Mr. Yeah, Internal.
0: It's, it's the intern says it's already been added up to certain games. So if they can figure out which games those are, they can.
1: Yeah. It's, it, you're still doing the same scoring. You just do the cutoff differently. Yeah,
0: exactly. And so it's, it's actually a lot of the 18 games, just cutting some part off, right? Five, yeah. the last five, right? Yep. Exactly. Look at that. Yeah. And then the problem too, is some games got like postponed and moved and we had to change things. Yep. So I'll uh, we'll have the intern send a reminder to update people to send their picks in. Um, yep. So tonight we those need will picks.
1: be updated. Yeah, we need picks ASAP starting right. with the West Ham-West Brom game.
0: Absolutely. So actually, so those results will go up tonight, late, late, so early tomorrow, um, and then we'll give reminders. I, I sent it in the DM chat to people that normally do it, uh, but anyone else that's interested, um, we will send uh, reminders for that. Um, so we'll we'll update the score next time. I'll update the scores. I'll give week 18 and week 19 and then overall. Um, but let's go ahead and predict what's coming up. We got six matches up on deck. Um, so let's roll with that. Uh, yep. I'll go ahead and start us off. We got West Ham and West Brom starting at uh, 1 Eastern, noon Central tomorrow or today, probably, if it was listening. I got West Ham 2, West Brom 1. Mikel Antonio is back and scoring. Oh, shit.
1: Yeah, I have West Ham 2, West Brom 0. I have Bowen, but I forgot. I'm going to switch it to Antonio. Uh, no, you I already right? sent it. Never mind, no, Bowen. You can I'll keep it. Bowen. Just,
0: just put an asterisk and say, you know. Uh, I already tweeted at you. <laughs> I <see>. That is <laughs> true. But a few people. Nope, it's locked in. A few people did fix. I think you fixed your picks last week when DCL. Well, yeah. Yeah, I did. Well, and that's easy uh, to Nikhil,
1: Nikhil's fixed his picks, and I had the same picks as him.
0: So I just... Great. And so it's easy to follow him. if you put it underneath. So if you just reply yeah. to your tweet right now and change that. I'll keep it up, Bowen and see what happens. There you go. Uh, Leicester-Chelsea, big game tomorrow. Uh, uh, I got 1-1. One, one. And Jamie I have, is my yeah.
1: So. I have... I always pick Chelsea to win, no matter if I think they're going to win or not. I have Leicester 1, Chelsea 2, and Ziyech to score.
0: There you go. I like like that. Are you going to be able to watch it, or are you busy at that time?
1: I'll have it on my phone, probably. We'll see. I might make myself busy, so I can't watch it, though.
0: (laughs) Well, it depends how it goes. Yeah. Um, City hosting Villa. I think they'll keep it rolling at City 2, Villa 0. And I'll go with a player that didn't play last match, because I think they might rotate, because they had two matches in the last set of Mm-hmm. Thing. So I'll go Riyad Mahrez. Yep. Uh, I have city three Villa one and KDB. All right. There you go. I, I like, I was thinking about picking him cause he's the pen taker too. So yeah. Um, Fulham hosting United. I think United, sh- they play well on the road. We talked about 16 undefe- uh, undefeated, uh, undefeated. I say they win two nil. I think you gotta go Bruno if you pick him cause he's a pen taker. So yeah,
1: I have two nil United with Rashford.
0: Oh, I like that. He's been red hot. He's one of those guys yeah. with four goals. Um, Liverpool host Burnley. I think Liverpool's going to be pissed. Burnley stinks. Liverpool three Burnley nil, and Mo Salah. Cause I have him captain in fantasy. So <laughs> <Need him to laughs> I, only, I, I have
1: Liverpool one Burnley nil with Firmino scoring.
0: Well, you're, I, I mean, yours is based off what's been going on. So you know, exactly. Uh, and then Villa host Newcastle Villa's second match within these six. Yeah. That's rough uh, for them. So they may be tired, but again, because it's Newcastle, I've got Villa winning two, one. I've got Ali Watkins.
1: Yeah, I have Villa 2-0, Newcastle, Watkins, and I did these on the fly. Now that I think about it, that's going to be a tough one for Villa, even though it is Newcastle and it's at home, coming off a game just a couple days beforehand. But yeah, Yeah. I'll I'll keep it at
0: 2-0, Watkins. All right. So, yeah, I think I like that one. We'll see what happens. Uh, Don't double get second guess. You never know, but that could be a tough fixture for them. Um, So, like I said, we'll update the other scores. Um, I'll do a quick run over here on the draft table. I haven't updated that in a while. Oh, yeah. I'll just go off the points now. You guys can go on the uh, at, at the footy corner too to see the goal differentials. But uh, Ariane's got 113 points. Uh, Brian's in second with 108. Certainly five points back. I'm 10 behind you with 98. Steve's one behind me now with 97. And then Jeff has 76. So Canadian Caboose is double shifting. Um, yeah,
1: Arsenal's uh, Arsenal's
0: little run here has helped my uh, draft board. Yeah, you you've been helped a lot by Arsenal, uh, and Steve has been helped a lot by Man City. So the two they're the two teams in the best form, and they're moving you guys up the table. So yep. there's that. Uh, and now to our final final segment, off to the gambling corner. Uh, last week was not great. No, was <laughs> I feel like not. I say that a lot now. Uh, <laughs> these games are tough to gamble on like and pick because it's, it's, it's you know, hot and coming. And I'll, I'll admit, I don't really gamble on these games. I mean, the, I just no. do pretty you know, corner picks and I don't actually. Uh, I've been picking of other about. things. I've been really successful with those. So I'm going to stick those routes out. Um, you pick three games that <laughs> Tottenham, I thought that would be – or you had a parlay and yeah. blew it. It yep. looked good. City, United, and Tottenham. Tottenham, yeah. five bucks. Um,
1: I, I, I'm happy to bet on Tottenham and, and to have them lose. I don't yes, care.
0: Yes, I agree. Then you had a draw parlay that was going to pay out very well, did <laughs> not hit. And then Rashford scoring a goal. So risky, but, but you know what? If you'd hit one of them, you'd be back in it. You never know. Yeah, um,
1: exactly. I got to keep swinging for the fences.
0: So you lost 10. I – Lost on uh I had an Arsenal and Chelsea Parlay. Arsenal drew with Crystal I had the Crystal Palace game. Mm-hmm. Um I lost a dollar on a draw somewhere. I think I had Lester and Soton drawing. That didn't happen. But I did have the Manchester Parlay hit to win three thirty ones. Overall I lose one sixty nine. Again, I'm just I'm just doing small bets here and there that mm-hmm. minimal losses. Steve originally lost ten, then he re gambled within the week. Did you see what? that? No, yeah. you can't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he he. I think he remember that time. Did you, were you, did you see the messages where he said, "Guys, uh, get your picks in." And I said, "We already picked through Arsenal, Newcastle." Yeah. So he lost ten originally, and then got a few more dollars back on the second. Okay, set of sure. I'll give him that. Still lost five sixty overall, which puts us at. I'm in first at fifteen twelve. Then everyone else is in negatives. Steve minus 492. Trevor minus 1988. Uh, he's been there for a while. And I remember that well because it's Taves and Kane's numbers. Uh, <laughs> Ariane's Ar- minus 2346. And you're minus 4695. So you just need a couple big bets <laughs> to go your way. <laughs> That's brutal. Um, So because of your record, are you taking a pause or are you going to make your picks on? Uh,
1: Not for this week, just because there's so few games Uh I'll I'll wait till the next match
0: week. And all right. Yeah. And because there were such few teams or sorry. No, go ahead. Oh, because there were so few games. um, I don't have too many going on here. Um, I ended up going with a three team parlay. So we know that won't hit Um, (laughs) (laughs) city. Uh United and Liverpool. City plays yeah. Villa. Yeah. United plays Fulham and Liverpool plays Burnley. So if City can get their win, because Villa hasn't played in a while, so I feel good about that. You get plus 124. So I'm putting five to win 619 on that. Um then I have Villa over Newcastle, which I'm <laughs> double you no know, recasting yeah. here, but they're minus 167. So I got four to win 240. And then I thought I'd take a punt here on that Leicester Chelsea match. I just picked draw. For plus two forty five, put a dollar. If it hits, fair enough. You win 245. two forty five. Yeah, I, I feel like taking punts on draws between teams that are pretty solid is a it's a good shout. Um, so there's that. We'll see how that ends up for me. And again, you are you then fully taking a an off week, or are you gonna you know maybe the time comes for these matches to start and you put something and you can always well, put, look at it tomorrow. Yeah, I'll look at it tomorrow. It'd be crazy if you pick the goal score. Do something wild. Yeah. You, yeah, you I know. know. <laughs> Maybe you'll get one to, you know, bounce your way and it'll be a good time. Uh, All I need is one, one big one. Yeah. I, well, if that one parlay had hit, that would have been banana lands. Uh, yeah. So uh, before we head off, anything you wanted to say? I got, before we had to Unai Emery, I do have a story about him. Um,
1: let's, let's hear, hear your uh,
0: new Unai Emery story. you a little mini Unai Emery story. I'll let you sign off and then I'll, turn it over to him. So uh, Unai Emery did recently, he was interviewed and actually said a lot of good things about Arsenal. He says he's still an Arsenal fan. He watches them, for them which is wild because he got shit on hard. Um, but he did reveal that Bakayo Saka, a lot of guys that are a guy that we see is becoming kind of a star in a sense. Uh, he mentioned that he failed to touch the ball during his premier league debut for Arsenal. Uh, the winger made his top flight bow as an 83rd minute sub in a four one win over Fulham on new year's day in 2019. Um, since then, he's gone to become one of the most crucial players. But Emery, who gave Saka his senior debut as a 17-year-old, did say he had a funny memory. He said, I remember when Bakayo played his first match with us in January. We won against Fulham, and he played for the first time with us at 17 years old for 10 minutes. He didn't touch one ball in 10 minutes. He ran, <laughs> ran, ran, but didn't kick one ball. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I will leave it off on that quote. From oh, Brilliant so with that anything else brian
1: <laughs> nope i got nothing else have a good one be
0: nice to people and i'll turn it over to unai emery <laughs> good evening alexa
1: please to play uh, my favorite song good evening